Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. Big shout out to DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ Never. Yo, what up, y'all? We got DJ D-Miles. Yo, what's good? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. Uh, what's good, fellas? What's good, man? Just uh, here. Man, yeah, Nothing much. Chilling. We're all together here. Finally. Yeah. It's Family. been a minute. It's been a, a few while, weeks. Yeah. It's, it's been, been a long while. time. I was it's gone. been a few weeks. Yeah, we had a couple a guests. Weeks. I love that Scram Jones episode where we had. Oh, that was right? incredible. Yeah, that was good. That was dope, man. You know what's crazy? Yeah. Um, I posted that post. And then my my uh, cousin's wife, she was like, "Yo, you remember Scram was at our wedding? I was at the wedding with him and didn't even realize it." Oh, really? The whole time when we were in the, uh, we were in the Bahamas. My oh, cousin's shit. wife is his wife's best friend. Their best friend. His wife was in the wedding. Oh, yeah. And damn. I remember him, but I didn't I didn't know him. You know what I mean? But it was just crazy that she commented. She's like, "Yo, you remember Scram? He was at the wedding." I was like, "Holy shit! Small ass world." Yeah, man. Yeah. That's yeah. fucked up, man. <laughs> yeah. How'd you figure Scram? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, that was a good yeah, episode. Man. Shout out to Scram Jones. Yeah, man. Um, what do you call it? How's everyone been doing, man? Hey, yo, good. actually, D, you just uh, you just just did a congratulations. You did a Kamala Harris rally here yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that was a Thank big you. deal, man. No, big, I appreciate man. it, man. Never it was, was hating for real. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was it was it was dope, man. So one of my good friends that I went to school with growing up, and also um, in my neighborhood, we went to church. She's on her um, political advisory board. Was she a gang banging too? No, no, no. This one, she's she's a straight and narrow. Like she went to college, <laughs> did the right thing. Her and her and Kamala are actually sorority sisters. Nice. And um, she's been working with Kamala since uh, I want to say at least twenty fifteen or sixteen. Wow. And um, she was actually working with Kamala when Kamala was running for president, and they were pushing that hard. And then she kind of told me when she dropped out that there was a chance she'd be going for the VP position with Biden. Mm-hmm. So when it happened, she was like, "Hey, if we're doing anything, you know, I'm gonna try and use you for any events that we have." And it worked out, right? Nice. Um, so yeah, we did Damn, the event. Man. It was like a, I guess you would call it like a, like a, almost like a drive-in movie theater because everyone had to stay in their cars. Yeah. Mm. And then the screening process for people getting their car screened and bugged was crazy. So like, it took like maybe like five or ten minutes to screen each car. Mm-hmm. But once they got in, it was about a hundred, hundred and fifty cars deep. It looked really dope. So wait. You were DJing that, right? Yeah. You were DJing for the cars. Yeah. How long were you DJing for the cars? I did an hour set. Um, they had a mariachi band come in. They performed for an hour. I did another hour a set. A mariachi band? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, come out. Yeah. <laughs> hey. They was repping for the Latinos. Man, Respect. They was out there. Yeah. B-b-b-b-y. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> Kamala may be Mexican. Let me look this up. Well, she's Asian. She's half Asian. So Is she half Asian? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. What Asian is she? I'm not certain. I know she's from the Bay Area. I know okay. she went to Howard University. I didn't know she was half Asian. Yeah, she's half black and half Asian. And she actually brought it up um, during her speech where she's talking about both of her parents were immigrants mm-hmm. and how they came up. And she didn't have necessarily the greatest upbringing and, you know, did what she had to do. So, and, so be honest. Uh-huh. How was it DJing for cars? Don't it lie. Was, it, was, it was a little different because there was like, don't you know, lie. You can't don't see lie. anything. Don't lie. It was kind of weird because you can't see anything. Was it whack? Don't nah, lie. No, nah, it wasn't whack. I've DJ for you wanna way. Get, you want to get booked again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that shit was. It wild. can't be no different than DJing on Twitch, huh? It can't be no different it's than similar. DJing on Twitch. I think it might be worse than DJing on Twitch. <laughs> why is why you know DJing you know what was kind of dope? Cars. You know what was kind of dope though. I ain't gonna lie. When yeah. people liked something, they would start hunking. Oh yeah. So like I knew I was doing alright if I like people started hunking. That's some sad <laughs> ass shit. So, <laughs> but even in, so, even what that, song got the more hunks? A lot of old school. A lot of old school. The crowd was like probably from like mid-30s to like mid-50s. Get down, get down. 
Yeah. When, we, when before I let go, got played, the fucking, everybody honked their horns. <laughs> Even when she was giving her speech, instead of hearing the clap, she would just hear the horns. Yeah. People just honking all over so the place. So she's, she, her parent, one of her parents is from India and her other, and her dad is from British Jamaica. Okay. Oh, wow. So no, I, I don't know if that's okay. any Asian. But that is, I mean, yeah, it's Asian. Definitely yeah, okay. technically Asian. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was fortunate enough to get a picture with her. Because of social distancing, I couldn't really like be tight and tight with her in the pick. Yeah, I just had to give her like a little pound. You know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to go in for the hug. I heard she's short. She's like five two. She's a, she's a little bit shorter than me. She has like a tall, tall, short, tall lady energy though. So yeah, I didn't very. think she would be that tall. That's yeah. dope though, man, that you did that. Yeah, she seemed like I didn't. Obviously, I didn't have a conversation with her, but just from hearing her speeches and hearing her connect with people. Yeah, I could. I, I can see why. You know, she would be like a good running mate and why she would make a good VP. Mm-hmm. Nice. So it was cool, man. A lot did of she, secret service going around. It was just, the energy is always kind of t- tense. You know did, what I mean? Did you ask her why she locked up all the brothers? No, nah, I didn't do that. Come on, bro. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I was going to ask her about I didn't want to get tackled. Uh, what was her coming out song? Uh, Mary J. Blige, Work That. Mm. What is that? I don't even remember that. Work yeah. That. You you, you, would know that if you, you would know it if you heard it. What, yeah. was, her, what, what was her exit song? Different? Same. Same? Okay. Same, yeah. That's from like the the later maybe J, right? Yeah, it was like a 07 track. Yeah, from the 08 album maybe. Why well, she's a it? she's a huge Mary J. Blige fan. Yeah. So I was watching an interview with her and Obama and she mentioned that. So I was like, okay, let me make sure I have the Mary J. Blige ready. And production was actually supposed to do the um intro for her and they kinda didn't have the song ready. So luckily I had it mm-hmm. and it worked out. So that made me look kinda good. I was oh, happy yeah. They're calling that. him back. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna call him back. That's how you win your spot back. I know. Yeah, man. That's dope, man. Through the That's White dope. House, man. Through the she, White House. If she know? wins, yeah. So. Damn. Take over Cassidy gig, right? <laughs> Cassidy, you better watch out, bro. <laughs> Cassidy, D nice. I think D nice might ready. slip in though. Yeah. D nice. D nice ready for that spot. You got to get rid of the snapbacks. You got to start wearing those. Yeah, I got to get the fedoras. Yeah. My Pharrell hats. My blazers up. Start getting that. I really think the hats. There's something about the hats. Yeah. That's why I wore that hat. That I was like, that's like a presidential kind of vibe hat. I need to up my my hat game with that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave the fitteds alone and go to uh, Cassidy route a little bit. Yeah, man. Dope, man. Y'all been uh, who else has been gigging? Are you, D, uh, what do you call it? Never you've been gigging and shit. I've been gigging. Yeah. I'm, how's how's it been? Gigging? It's <laughs> different. Don't lie. Don't lie. The vibe is different, man. Don't lie. It's not. It's, it's the different. crowd is different also. Well, well yeah. oh, like the Vegas crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Break yeah. it down. Break it down. Well, you're getting, you're getting, um, we've talked about this before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Low airfare, mm-hmm. right? Low, yeah. uh, low price hotels. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Also, you're getting the clientele that doesn't really care about the virus. No. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or being safe. So mm-hmm. you're getting all of these people. And of course, the main factor, you got the Vegas Raiders. You got the Raider fans coming into town. Yeah. Yeah. I'm blaming everything on the Raiders. Even though the Raider fans, uh, even though there's there's no games to attend, they're still out here. Uh, oh yeah, hanging Big out time. outside the fucking stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Those dirty ass Raider fans. Yo, man. Those Cali Raider fans. It's a lot of Cali people coming in town. Dirty Cali Raider fans <laughs> from the Bay Area town are invading. Not from LA. From yeah, LA. yeah, they're coming yeah, in. They're right? coming in heavy. So what 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 kind of um, what how is it? They're harassing you? No, 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 it's a younger crowd, whatever. They coming up to the booth, requesting music nonstop. Yeah. And it's like... Because you ain't ain't playing the right jams for the new generation. It's not even that, man. (laughs) (laughs) They want the same thing we've been playing all along. And it's like, it's not even that. It's like, yo, I want to play it. I'm going to play it. It's like, it's the obvious shit. They want it like right away. Yeah. 
It's like they never been out before. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah. They never been to a club. They're yeah. fiending for the drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're getting that. But new it's, it's weird though. I, I I can't front. I've been working a little bit more. You know. Yeah. Since this shit's happened, but mm-hmm. it's definitely not the same vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's different, right? Yeah. You are you having fun or is it kind of stressful? Um, a little bit of both. Little. B- <laughs> yeah. Little it's like I had, I, there'll be a moment like, damn, this is I missed this shit. And then, like, something happens, it's like, oh, man, I can't fuck up. I can't fuck up. I <laughs> are y'all ready to I'm, take I'm depend on this shit. Y'all, so, y'all are all ready to take gigs pretty much right now? I'm, 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 a little, I'm a little more comfortable than I was maybe one or two months ago. Yeah? yeah. I believe I so. Like, yeah. I feel like even just going in the casino and, and seeing it for myself, I'm like, okay, the, the booth is already kind of socially distanced mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. And we can kind of control our own area. Yeah, so I feel I feel fine with being in a DJ booth and just being in my own space and being able to like play music and do that. But I, I don't know, man. I, I haven't had a gig in Vegas yet like that. So when when the time comes, I'll see how I feel. But I'm, I'm I think I'm interest I'm anxious to be on on that vibe of having to like please people. Yeah, and and like see how how rusty I am because I know I'm gonna be rusty right away. Like I haven't had to like DJ for people like that and make them make them dance. It, tell, you know the only thing I'm nervous about is when people come up and request music and they're not wearing their mask. And yeah. I'm like, yo, you gotta move back, man. Put a mask on, or yeah. Or oh, so are there people in the in in the venues that you're working at with that don't have masks? Sometimes, on? really. I mean, people are drinking, so they take the mask off and drink whatever. Yeah, yeah, I probably yeah. forget, once, to, forget to put it back on. No, I think once they're seated, mm. they take it off and they think it's fair game. That's true. The that's alcohol starts part, right? flowing, and then they get brave and go talk to the DJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the rule, right? If you're yeah. at your table, you can take exactly. off a mask. Exactly, if, you're, yeah. if you're out of your table, you have to wear the mask. That's right. like the Vegas, exactly, yeah. the like universal the Vegas rule. And then when people, they get comfortable and they come to the booth without the mask and yeah. they forget to put it on. So that's yeah. one thing I get nervous about. I just be like, yo, put your mask on. Mm-hmm. And get away from me. Well, I, think, <laughs> I think at Vegas, like the bars are starting to open. Every time, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you call it? The Tower announced that they're going to open in October, yeah. I think uh-huh. next yeah. weekend. Yeah, they're opening up, I believe, uh, this Friday. Yeah, the, October eighth. Yeah. yeah. So they opening a club, or is it just gonna be the lounge? Area? I mean, they open a nightclub. Yeah. So I think a lot of nightclubs are gonna open up. Oh shit! Yeah. Like actual nightclubs, I think they're all gonna open so, up, but it's just gonna be table service. Yeah. Good. So mm-hmm. is it gonna be work like a restaurant? Or it, it's gonna be well, technically, I think they gotta serve food. Right. Right. So the club gonna serve food. They're gonna serve probably some finger food. Yeah. Uh, probably some dishes, and then really they're just gonna push bottle service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A buddy of mine told me. Um, at the you know the main bar at Tao inside the nightclub, yeah, mm-hmm. they're going to section it off to where they're going to put bar stools there, so people can actually maybe like be at the bar, mm-hmm. and they have to have like they're going to do tabs. So like let's say if us four go, maybe we would have like a two hundred dollar tab we have to meet right at the bar with food and drinks. Yeah, so that Damn. that keeps people at the bar, and then obviously with their table reservations, you have that. I don't know what they're going to do exactly with the dance floor, but he said they're going to definitely implement bar tabs and just be able to like do that. And I think they only hired. Maybe four bartenders back out of mm-hmm. the entire style they had before, and then I don't know about the uh, waitresses and the busters, but definitely like a more of a minimal staff. Mm-hmm. So which actually probably works in their favor. They're probably going to be spreading the wealth more and making more money. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but I know they did start their training um, today, nice. and then they're going to be opening up this weekend. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's weird. I I think it's uh you know a lot of venues are opening in Vegas. Yeah, and yeah. I think they're going to have a lot of, I think. This is going to be the destination city, definitely for people who have nothing else to do that want right. to go out. Because mm-hmm. I've been yeah. hitting, I've been getting hit up like crazy. Mm-hmm. I've been having a lot of motherfuckers just text me. Yeah, like it's been a minute since motherfuckers are like, "Yo, I'm in town. What's yeah. popping?" <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And I really don't know what to say. Like, what I do really, you tell them? <laughs> like, what do you, I don't know. Like, I, I have, you know, I, I'm like, yo, I think daylight's open. But they be hitting me on a weekday. They be hitting yeah. me on like a Tuesday, a mm-hmm. Wednesday. Like, yo, I'm in town. What's popping? I'm like, yo, this is not, you know, yeah. I don't know what to yeah, tell them. Everything's like open on weekends. Yeah, not too many I, spots I, open during the week. Though. I don't know what to tell them, number yeah. one, like where to go mm-hmm. during the weekdays. Because right now, Vegas is only open. Like, nightlife is only really open Friday, Friday Saturday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon. Sunday, like if it's a day party, yeah. you know what I'm saying. But I mean, Friday, Saturdays is pretty much when Vegas is popping. Yeah, I feel like before COVID, the average Vegas goer knew they can come here and have something to do seven days a week, and maybe they're still in that same mindset. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they thinking they come in on a Thursday, like yo, what's good? Like what clubs are open? Yeah, and like wait a minute, bro. Like, it's <laughs> but it's just open. like they they hit me. I'm getting like three to five. A, like a day during the week yeah. sometimes, and I'm like, yo, like I don't know what to tell y'all. And yeah. then it's like. I don't know what to, I don't, like, am I supposed to meet up with you? (laughs) And do what? And wild the fuck out, like we used to do? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really know what to do, man. It's just like a weird uh, energy. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, it's a weird energy because I don't know what to do because it's like, I know you don't, I know you're here, like, you don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. But like, I give a fuck. And it's not even like, I give a fuck about my health. I, of course, give a fuck about my health. Yeah. But, like, I, I work with you guys. Right. I work with other people. Like, I don't want to endanger motherfuckers that I'm around. Right, right. Just yeah. to go out and drink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's weird. You know what's crazy? I mean, what can you do other than, like, really go eat or gamble? Yeah. If they're mm-hmm. into gambling. But I've noticed, like, a lot of, I've noticed a lot of hookah lounges popping up lately. Oh, yeah. Isn't like, that dangerous? Like, a lot of them. I like, think the hookah is the fucking most dangerous thing right now. Bro, I've been seeing a lot of them, like, like just in, like, not even on the strip, just, like, little spots popping up, and they have Instagrams, and I, I'll talk to people, they've been going, and, like, yo, that shit was popping. Like, a couple of them, they, like, hit their capacity by, like, 10, 11 o'clock at night and go yeah. till like, 2, 3 in the morning, because yeah. people just want something to do. Well, I know there's a lot of lounges in, off the strip that's open that's kind of popping right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, Which they're, is, they're not like following any I'm of the guidelines. I'm about to say that though. it's more dangerous. Well, that's what I pop, they're popping because they're not following any of the guidelines. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. And yeah. then it's not like nobody regulating this shit. So if they can get away with it, they can get away with nah, it. Nah, it's not like New York. Like Cuomo in New York is like regulating that shit. Yeah. Like he's even regulating like churches, yeah, that's uh, crazy. synagogues. <laughs> he's doing all of that shit. Like, because yeah. I think uh, restaurants are allowed 50% capacity now. Uh-huh. Yeah. But like churches were allowed 30%. Yeah. And the churches were like, well, why the fuck? Do we get thirty, but businesses get fifty? You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was there was all of this shit going on, but he's like, "Yo, I'm not opening shit back up till I could really put together a task force that can go around and actually yeah. monitor everybody." Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that a, like a preacher got arrested for mm-hmm. like reckless endangerment yeah, for man. encouraging his his uh com- com- what a communion or yeah, yeah. to to uh, like organize at the church because they were doing I guess the church was doing all Zoom. On mm. Sundays, mm-hmm. and he would like have a link and send out to like hundreds of people, and he was like encouraging them to just come to the church. Yeah, and a lot of people ended up getting sick. Damn! So they he got arrested for reckless endangerment. He needed that collection plate going. Yeah. On. That's <laughs> what it was. He, he wasn't getting the collection plate through Zoom. <laughs> he well, didn't put his cash out. Got to make payments for that Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, this is the Lord's Cadillac. <laughs> what was that Martin shit? It's the El Dorado on the right. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you know what? Vegas has to clean up the city right now. Yeah. And they got to like really up. I don't know if it's security or police or whatever. Because mm-hmm. the shootings. 
Well, they got the handfuls with the with the shootings that are happening. Shootings are just going crazy yeah, that's just right a now. Bad look, man. These Raider fans are really he, fucking up the he, city. He keeps blaming. <laughs> <laughs> the name of this episode: these, be like Cali, mo- fans. these Cali motherfuckers. These are Raider fans, these Cali <laughs> Raider ass motherfuckers, are fucking up the city. That's what it is. Oh, man. As I don't soon know as if it's that. The shooting started as soon as the season started for the Raiders. <laughs> and so, don't, so don't fucking tell me it's not the Raiders, bro. I don't know, man. What two are you talking plus about? two equals four, correct? I don't know. Was all this happening in the nah. Bay? No. Was this happening in the Bay like Maybe, that? Maybe. We the su- there was open in the summer, right? Uh-huh. We was kind of open in the summer, right? Yeah. We were really open. So summer. what's the difference between now and the summer? The, the difference is that the Raiders started the season. Started a oh, season... Man. And these fucking yeah. Raider fans are coming into Vegas, even though they can't attend a game. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, what is the shit when um um when the cars are parked in the tailgate? Parking? All right, they had they doing the tailgates when the um, Raiders not even playing. Yeah, yeah. outside what, the what stadium. What kind of shit is in that? In the street, in that one street. Loser, loser. <laughs> tailgate is supposed Raider. to be when the games are played, right? Yeah. What kind of yeah. shit is that? That's like worse than like Star Wars fans and shit that like go outside and camp out and dresses the characters and then reenact the movie. That's Jeez. some shit yeah, like that dude, to you, me, man. You gotta understand, like people that are diehard sports fans, like that is they they live for these months for this nah, September nah. through the like January. Listen, the D, tailgating. D. D. I'm big on sports, D. I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, I'm D. telling you, man. Diehard sports fans are all together, somewhat. I'm not saying a lot of them, uh-huh. but they're all somewhat deranged and mental. They have a disorder. Oh no, definitely. Do you understand yeah, what the, I'm saying? There's a level of devotion, and I don't understand with it. Yeah. But. It's yeah, an obsession. Yeah. <laughs> it's an obsession. You know what I'm saying? Yo, like they really base their like vacations and like their how they like even have their jobs schedule, bro. Their schedule. Remember, I was saying like like months ago, I met a dude that literally moved his whole family here because the Raiders moved here. Poor guy. Yeah, yeah. I hope crazy. He's okay. Right? How many people has he shot? Yeah. That's the question. How many people? It's just getting crazy, man. No, no. Yeah. Seriously, though, they got to clean up the city because I think that's going to fuck up. It's actually happening more in areas that are not the high-end hotels yeah. mm-hmm. right now. So you think that should be assigned to those hotels to like... Uh, Well, shit. I mean, I could be wrong. So like, so recently in the past week, right? Mm-hmm. This is the past week alone. Yeah. MGM Grand had a shooting. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Paris had a shooting last night. Yeah. Uh, South Point had a shooting. Yeah. Had a Someone shooting died, though, right? You were the... the, the the suspect got killed. That was shooting around. Wow. That's South uh, Point. And then there was a there's a timeshare next to South Point called the Grandview. Damn. And there was a stabbing there. And the and one the person that were involved was uh, killed and this from is, the stabbing. And this is just the shit that is being reported. Right. But this South South Point is off the strip. It's yeah. on the strip, it's just mm-hmm. on the south end. That area is a little dicey. Oh no, it is. Yeah, it's, it's a little. It's, it's, it's a little dicey just because there's nothing really around there except this casino and the buffalo yeah, wings and the buff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little dicey. Like, yeah, it, it almost. There's there's a there's questionable characters in that casino when I was there and before all of this shit was happening. <laughs> it's oh, no, heavy. We, it's heavy on the local. It's not yeah. too much tourism going. Yeah, through. I only went there once with D. We want to go watch the Avengers. That yeah. was yeah. about it. This it's that hotel airfare, the cheap, all that cheap shit, that's the, and the raiders and right? the raiders that are bringing all of the shit here. That's across. <laughs> now we're just making yeah. that shit. And anyone telling me it's not the raiders, y'all gotta prove that shit because all I know is all of these shootings started when the motherfucking raiders <laughs> started playing, and that's a fucking fact, man. Yeah, that's true. Fucking. I mean, me- I, I want to see what it's gonna be like when they actually do allow fans. And they oh, it's gonna get worse. Yeah, it's gonna man. be worse, man. But see, I don't, I don't know because I feel like a lot of that stuff is gonna just be in that area because there's right now there's fans who just don't have shit to do, so they're just all over the place getting drunk. 
but mm-hmm. it'll be a concentrated area where they can go and get drunk and i think it might change things a little bit you know what mm-hmm. i mean that shit is scary man it's yeah. gonna go up i'm gonna tell you right now usually after thanksgiving or around thanksgiving that's when burglaries crime everyone oh, yeah. is is the season of the vic yo i'm telling you right now everyone's season like of the vic. i know i'm telling you right now man do not be walking into your apartment with bunches of shopping bags and all of this shit. Do yeah. not be ordering a bunch of Amazon shit at once. Like, y'all be, gotta be careful about that shit. Like, people yeah. watch that shit. Even though you don't think they watching, they watching what you're doing. Yeah. Streets is watching. So, like, if you're gonna order some shit from Amazon, like, spread that shit out or do something smart with it. Like, do not start ordering all of this shit. Make sure you're home, so Make too. sure you're home when it's being delivered. Make sure you're home. Yeah, yeah. I'm, tell- I'm telling you right now, it's gonna get crazy, like that, like that last season of uh, ATL. Yeah, when motherfuckers <laughs> just getting robbed left and right. Yeah, that is what's gonna happen this year, and I'm telling you. And Vegas is notorious for breaking and enterings. Yeah, like everyone I know has gotten a breaking and entering, some a type burglary. of burglary in Vegas. I just recently moved, and um, right, I think maybe two weeks before I moved, uh, the one of the, a guy got caught. This dude must have had about twenty to thirty Amazon packages. That he was just snatching yeah. throughout the apartment. Mm-hmm. And they had him outside with like a mountain of packages. And they were like, yeah, this dude's just been like watching people just because they were leaving the packages at the door. Normally they would leave it at the leasing office, but the leasing office was closed because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Leaving them at the door, dude just going through the halls. How, I, see, I don't up. even know how that usually works because like for me, I, I live in, you know, this condo building. Uh-huh. So it has a receiving area. Right. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't even imagine being in an apartment building or well, being in like a house. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you got to be there for the delivery, right? Nah. No. So, no, no but I'm saying. It off. No, but they just leave it in door. front of your door. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. What Amazon will do is they'll leave it at your door. They'll notify you and they'll take a picture of the package on your door. Nah, but the you, they do that once in a while. They don't do it all the time. Oh, no, really? But they yeah. do it all the time for me. UPS, especially Amazon Prime. UPS and FedEx used to have a, a system where they would have a three try delivery. Yeah, they'd leave a sticker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like yeah. if you're not there they wouldn't leave the package there no. but now they're just leaving packages there yeah. UPS does still do that they still do the three try I know yeah, FedEx uh-huh. definitely and does FedEx that well when the signature too. when you need the signature but if it's, a de- if it's an Amazon, Amazon delivery they don't they'll, give a they'll fuck. drop that shit yeah, yeah. Amazon and it's so fucked up because sometimes they don't even ring the doorbell they'll just drop the package off yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll open the door I'm like damn <laughs> but you know what you gotta do you gotta leave it in the notes you gotta le- literally leave them instructions to be like please ring the doorbell when you get here Otherwise, they're not going to do that shit. Yeah, there's been a couple of times I like heard like a little thump on my door, and I'm like, damn it, they just throw the package. <laughs> just leave this no, shit I mean, yeah, because <laughs> in my house, my mom's house, my brother and my sister be ordering shit, even my dad, uh-huh. and they just leave shit. And then the way they get notified when they don't ring the doorbell is because we have cameras, uh-huh. so the camera will alert them. That makes sense. Yo, but, they, they left the S9 in front of my door, and I'm like, open it. I was like, oh shit, man. Somebody could have came and took this shit. Yeah. Yeah. S9? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's doing well, huh? Yeah. Twitch TV, <laughs> twitch.tv slash DJ Never BX. Never getting money. Never getting Link that. will be down below. Never getting that S9 money. I like that. Good yeah. for you, that, that Twitch is popping off, man. Yeah. <laughs> Twitch.tv. Is it, is it now? I like that. At 45 on a Friday? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At two, what is it, 1 p.m.? 1 p.m.? You paid multiple bills from that Twitch? Yeah, yeah man. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to be like Audio, audio, audio one? one. Yeah. He needs to be partner. He's affiliated now. Audio, audio One, how long did he, he... Audio One has been on Twitch for like four Since months, the, six months, right? Yeah. 
he just yeah. made partner what like two months ago yeah. a month ago something like that yeah the dude was working on partner for like five months or four months <laughs> wow yeah Neville's already affiliated I like his Are you dedication. Are you Philly already? I am, yeah. Nice. Yeah. He got knighted. Nice. Got the status already. anointed, yeah. huh? Yeah. So, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. So, you're going to try to go for partner or you're good with affiliate? Let's see what happens, man. See, we all here. going to play the playing field. See what happens. going to take the playing field. So, what do you mean, see what happens? Test the waters. I mean, I guess that's the goal, right? Go for partnership. Yeah. So, you just got to keep, I got to keep doing it. So, you're going to do three times a week? I am, yeah. Nice. I'm hard three body, times a week. Yeah. Okay. That should I be like good. I like that now. S nine on the porch. You know I got me? Jamie producing my yeah. shit, helping you me out. Little Scorsese over here. <laughs> Direction. What is your production? What is your producer? Little, little X over there. Well, it depends. We 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 talk about creative ideas yeah, sometimes, mm-hmm. and we expand <laughs> his ideas into bigger. You know. So far, yeah. like what? Well, he want, I'm not, you know what, you got to tune in, twitch.tv slash DJ Never BX. You don't give away the secrets? Yeah, yeah you got to tune in to know you gotta, what's you happening. You got to see it. Can't give you all the sauce here. Somebody might take Jamie's idea. It's not the greatest and, and of idea. It. <laughs> it's not the greatest of ideas. That, like sounds, that, that sounds like a lot of cap right here. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. It's a lot of cap. This is heavy cap. No this cap. Is the biggest cap ever, yo. Small For cap. Real. Small yeah. cap. Nah, nah, nah. Um, yeah, well, that's good. That's cool. That's yeah. going to do it. I've seen a lot of motherfuckers starting to jump on. Yeah, on I noticed Twitch. that. Also. Yeah, nice. I feel like the East Coast and the West Coast, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like shit is not opening up at all. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be a while, yeah. man. Florida just are. fully opened up, right? That was crazy. That's not- when I saw that, I was like, wow, they just went from zero to like fifty. Nah, like nah. they went from like having a curfew, a ten o'clock. Oh, curfew. they still have a curfew now. It's eleven p.m. Even even if, even though like bars and stuff are open. But the rates, the rates are crazy, bro. Yeah. The rates right now, the DJ rates right now are a little nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It might be the same rate, but they're doubling everyone's hours. And that's it's kind of what no we more talked op- about. No openers. Yeah. So they're giving you like maybe four to five hundred for five hours. Yeah. Some motherfuckers are undercutting to do three hundred for the five hours. That's you know? crazy. That's crazy right there, yeah, man. Three hundred for the five hours, like uh, that's some like that's like twenty year ago rates. You know no, what I'm saying? No, you're worth. I think worse, man. It is worse. Yeah. A little worse. It is. Um, and, I mean, and then 20 years ago, um, we was getting cash. Huh? We was getting cash on top of that. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, some of my boys were getting, yo, my, some of my boys was getting offered, this is crazy, uh-huh. $200 from large nightlife companies. Uh-huh. I'm talking large. Yeah. I'm not talking bullshit. One of the big boys. I'm not talking about one club in one city. Yeah. I'm talking about a company that owns, like, Multiple. Multiple venues, venues. in different cities uh-huh. offering my boy $200 for a 10-hour mix that they were going to run uh, through all of their restaurants and all of their lounges. For $200? $200 for a 10-hour mix, yo. You know how long that would take to even prepare a 10-hour <laughs> that mix? That's $20 an hour. Like somebody go sit down and do a, a mix for 10, for 10 hours, hours. bro. For $200. That's Fuck insane. out of here, man. My boy was ignoring him for like... Uh, Ignoring the person reaching out by email, yeah, and that person just kept like emailing him, like, uh, I don't know if you, I just, I'm just circling back, you know, when you get the circle back, I'm circling back. I just wanted to touch well, base. I have a question. So in that case, obviously that's not the ideal rate that we want. But this, like, do you do it? To that's keep not the, the ideal keep... that we want. I think that's that's, <laughs> that's a lot of nerve. Yeah. But what do you do? To, do you do you feel like you would salvage the relationship if you don't take it? At this Fuck point, where, how is that a relationship? That's yeah. not like, that's like taking advantage of you, man. 
Yeah, you're fucking raping me on the low. Yeah. That's I, not a relationship. But I feel like just, the, that company might think it's a relationship. Well, they're dumb they as fuck they, for if thinking he, that if shit. He, if he denies the opportunity, they might like, oh, okay, like... That's the same. Co- that's the I mean, same. that's that would happen definitely. That's you know the same I mean? company. That's the same company I heard that talked to these motherfuckers like, "Yo, we're lowering your rates." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then these motherfuckers are like, "All right, uh, when shit goes back to normal, when you guys start making money, can we start upping the rates and going back to where we were?" Uh-huh. And they're like, "No, See, we we're not going to mm-hmm. promise that." <laughs> which is their way of saying basically we're taking advantage of the situation and we're yeah. lowering all the all the rates. And all of these venues that are saying they're not making money, they're lying. They are making money. A yeah, shit ton. Yeah. They're making a, a ton. ton. Not of, a sh- nah, maybe not a shit ton. Not making, like it was before fam, this happened. Their expenses. But definitely, no, no, no. Their expenses are down. They all got PPP, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They've got funding, bro. They got government. And actually, the company we're talking about, I've heard they did that. Yes. And, yeah, you're right. and they're yeah, not paying big time <laughs> DJs to come through anymore. No. Exactly. And they, they have like probably a third of the staff, if not less. Right. Mm-hmm. Third, right? third yeah. of the security. And I, I know that they let go of a bunch of their marketing. They let go of a bunch of their management. They let go of a lot of hosts. Hosts. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of their expenses are down. Yeah. They're running on bare bones and they're just, they, they are making money. I so to, to say a, they're not making money is bullshit. I'll talk mm-hmm. to another friend of mine just to expand on that. He said the same thing. Like they use this opportunity. Like let's say if you're like a union guy. And maybe you're like older now, like way older, and they couldn't really just fire you to bring yeah. in new blood. They completely took advantage of the situation to fire people and just bring in new blood yeah. and use this as an excuse to bring in the new blood. Where there's like waitresses that are may- maybe a little older mm-hmm. that they couldn't wow. get rid of. Mm-hmm. They went to hire some young 21 year olds, 22 year olds, you know right. what I mean? So, well, they want to hire people that will take the lower pay, yep. will take less benefits, just to right? Get in. Mm-hmm. They'll take yeah. all that shit because a seasoned vet in the business, they they're going to know more. They're going to be faster, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're going to want more. They're going to want you know insurance. Mm-hmm. They're going to want all of this. They want yeah. benefits. They're going to want job security. They want all of this shit. Yep. Yeah. And someone young coming in. They just want to get on. They just want to get on. <laughs> and then right now is the perfect time to train people. Just yeah. because there isn't a lot of traffic, there isn't a lot mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. And then the way I know how these, biz- these companies work, as soon as it starts getting busy, they're going to hit... They're going to hit the vets again. Yeah. And the vets are going to get desperate. And they're going to be like, yeah, I'll come back to work. So this is going to be like, yo, it's really just using people. Yeah. Yeah. And I I really can't be, it's what we expected. And I'm not really like, I mean, it's not right. It's not fair, but it's it's just business. Yeah. So it's what we expected. Mm -hmm. But I'm also going to remember like who I'm fucking with and who I'm going to support and who I'm not going to support at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I know the, this company are notorious. They're notoriously known for f- for fucking DJs rates up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Notorious. I don't give a fuck what anybody says about that company. They're notorious for it. Yeah. And they should be doing better. Yeah. And honestly, I, I want to see how long, how far they can go. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see a lot of shit. I mean, I'm, fucking 10 hour mix for $200 I'm sorry I'm still a little stuck I on just that, think that's dis- <laughs> I just think it's disrespectful that's disrespectful man. as shit you don't give a fuck about my time or my talent cause this I mean 20, 10 hours of clean mixing is gonna take at least 15, what, 15 hours of work maybe more Probably editing more. putting the songs together cause you're not gonna repeat any records in 10 hour in a 10 hour mix I mean in, in, I don't there is no defense yeah. but whoever was requesting that is just probably ignorant to the whole concept of thing. DJing yeah. and everything but that just goes to show they're not hiring the right people right 
you're you're getting a bunch of you're not hiring actual music directors like you're just hiring people that don't know anything because yeah. i feel that, like a room they a really room. honestly in their head they probably think it's like putting together a spotify playlist right? yeah do you understand yeah mm-hmm. that takes like no but work it, whatsoever but imagine putting together a spotify playlist for 10 hours right. that in itself would be hours of work hell yeah mm-hmm. imagine mixing the shit live in real time mm-hmm. yeah it's a lot. If they had a, a real music director or someone that understood, they would they would not they would they would feel bad coming at a DJ with that rate. They would be like, I mean, I can't go to a DJ with that. Yeah. I gotta at least offer them a thousand dollars for ten hours, mm-hmm. or do a package deal where like, hey, I'll give you two thousand. You give me like a certain amount, or we'll put you on retainer and just keep pumping me mixes or whatever, and I'll yeah. give you whatever a week. Well, I don't even think it's the music director's fault. I think maybe I would say the owners. Never the owners got to okay that budget. Yeah, but never there is no there is no music directors anymore. Mm-hmm. No, you know no, he was saying if the music director, whatever. But yeah, it's a whoever the manager he has to go to the owner to get this approval for the budget, and the owner's like, yeah, to make it two hundred dollars, let's save money, and the okay. owner should know better because the owner's been doing this shit for years. Yeah, I don't I don't even think it goes that high up. I think it's like, yeah. hey, you guys got to figure out music mm-hmm. and what's your budget, and they're like. Uh, I don't know. Just try to get whatever you can. I just think it's like that. Yeah. I don't think they're trying to... I mean, to either way, it's all fucked up. It is all fucked up. But it's what we expect. So the question is, is do we all just take a dive and, and take a hit and and keep working? Sad or thing is some people need the money, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so Yeah. And there's going to always be someone that needs the money. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost not... Even you, if, you can't <laughs> knock them for needing that money. Yeah. So, I mean, And there's yeah. going to always be going to be someone that wants to get on. That isn't on, and they they might do it just to say that they can attach their names to that company, mm-hmm. yeah. And it gives them a, a, a look that they probably didn't have before on social. That's media. That's a bad look. But in their eyes, them being attached to that company is a good look on social yeah, media. Yeah, but is is it a bad look right now? Because no matter what, no matter who you are or what you do or whatever the fuck, if you're posting that you're working right now, you're gonna shine more than anybody on social media. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And there's nobody, and this is the thing that I, I'm seeing. No one is being, uh, how do I say this? Like policing? No one's being, like, everyone's kind of being obnoxious about going back to work. Yeah, no one's checking yeah. each other. No, no, I mean, everyone's like, yo, it's popping, I'm work. I'm back to work, and it's like da-da-da-da. But there isn't a thought to like, hey, maybe. It's a bad idea. No, no, no. Maybe, like, I should be responsible about how I'm, I'm showcasing this mm-hmm. to my following. You know what like I'm how saying? They, how they present it. Yeah. A yeah. little bit. It's a little obnoxious and it's a little irresponsible in some of the things they're doing. Obviously, it's not my place to judge because it's their fucking social media. Yeah. But if they're going to put it out there, I can have an opinion on how they fucking doing it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, if I was to be out there, I don't think I would post as much about it. Right. Yeah. But I would definitely recap certain things. But I wouldn't be out there acting like shit's back to normal. Yeah. Or that my life is. My career is definitely better than yours. Blossom. And I'm posting all of this shit like, yo, look at you losers not working kind yeah. of shit. Yo, Nev, how is it DJing with a mask on? It's difficult, man. Yeah? It's really difficult. Especially your ears hurt after five hours, a five-hour set. Your fucking ears is hurting, man. Dude, yeah. think about DJing with glasses on. My shit fogs up. Because then you're like moving, <sighs> you're DJing, and then like you're, sometimes you might be just taking deep breaths trying to like gasp for air, right? It's a little weird. Well, actually, it's not that bad with yeah. me. It's just the fucking, the straps. And the- Have you guys noticed, my shit is all the way up here because of the air. I need like to filter the air out and not fog up the glasses. Yeah. Someone was on the fucking YouTube, someone said, yo, fucking put the mask over your eyes already. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult, man. That's the difficult part? 
breathing. Your fogged up, your fogged up glasses. Yeah, because you can't see, <laughs> motherfucker. It's fucking insane. Oh man, the fogged up glasses. The fogged up glasses. You don't know the. Are you guys gonna go and check out uh, anything when it opens? If Tao, when they open, you gonna go check it out? Mm, I, I don't thought know. I thought about maybe uh, going to going to have dinner. No, like just I don't know if I would maybe hit up the nightclub right away, but maybe just dinner. It's just too much to gamble, right? If you did, I if mean, you get a, the dinner, you're, yeah. gonna, you're gonna get a reservation, and it's gonna I be. I feel like it's not gonna out. be that bad. It's not yeah. like it's gonna be bunched up. People gonna be bunched out. I don't know. It just seems really reckless with the videos that people walking on the strip and how much like no mask are happening in between hallways. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only one being paranoid like that. I think the only thing that's scary to me are venues that are, are like asking you, to, asking me to DJ that uh-huh. don't have people with masks in the venues. Right. That mm-hmm. drives. That makes me nervous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I don't mind DJing at a venue where everyone's wearing a mask. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, it makes me it makes me uh, nervous when a venue has no you know like has no recall for safety issues. Right. For their patrons, their staff, and whatever. Or anybody. Yeah. And then when I go in there, it's like, I'm not, well, you, you know look, what I'm saying? Well, you look crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm going into death, I'm knocking on death's door. I don't want to go there. And it's not even about 100% my health. I don't want to come here and do the podcast with you guys and spread the shit. Right. Yeah. I couldn't live with myself knowing I spread this shit to someone I knew. Right. Especially someone I cared about. And yeah. that's what that's what lingers in my head more than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I always see the, the mask as a courtesy yeah. So whether you believe in the shit or not, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, why take the risk to disrespect somebody or like put them in harm's way or mm-hmm. any loved ones in harm's way? Mm-hmm. And that's really the, the point of this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, like, are we going to I don't have the interest to go out to a venue because I've seen some of the venues that are running right now that are mm-hmm. running on like 30 percent or whatever the fuck. And it's cool, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> Um, attractive to me to go there mm-hmm. right like it's not making me want to go there because i've seen that venue in 100 percent. so why am i going to go you know what i mean yeah why am i going to see uh, a show like when it's running at 30 percent? i'd rather mm-hmm. see the show at 100 mm-hmm. percent. but I, I i also i'm not hating on them for opening i understand they got to open and i know there's a market right now because there's nowhere else to go so yeah like we we've we were accustomed to the 100 percent uh how things are running at 100%, but I think there's a thirst for people to just see anything. Yeah, but some of these venues in Vegas are weird. So mm-hmm. when you're going there to DJ, they're like, you, okay, you can DJ, but don't play too much of this. Mm-hmm. Don't have too many people dancing. As soon as people dance, you have to change the music. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but don't, but switch it up. But then play this, and then play that. And I'm just kind of like, well... What are you supposed to do? <laughs> they're juggling yeah. so much. No, show. no, I don't mind that, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, like... What is the point of being here? Right. You get nervous when people are dancing. It's just like, oh, shit. Yeah, you start seeing people <laughs> dancing, and I'm like, damn, I got to switch this up. I got to yeah. bring the energy back down. Yeah. yeah. You know? Or, oh, geez, I'm playing too much new hip-hop, or I'm playing too much of this, or, or playing I'm, too I'm much playing of that. I'm playing too much old music. Yeah. I'm playing too much new music. It's just confusing. Yeah. There's just so many, because, like, yo, the, and the thing is, like, they can just trust you. They can just say, like, yo, keep a really good vibe, and, you know, and do whatever you want, but it's just like so many, so many, uh, so much direction going on. They're not sure what they want, so it just makes you unsure. Yeah. But I'd rather have a venue just be like, look, this is how it is. I trust you. If you start seeing it's getting too crunch, just lower it down mm-hmm. and do whatever. But it's one of those things where you could have one of those DJs that don't give a fuck that really just want to turn up no matter yeah. what. Mm-hmm. Like they that insecure 
that they're like, yo, fuck it. I'm killing it right now. I want to keep killing it. Yeah. Mm. So it's like there's all of these things. So I understand. And the reason why they're over managing me is because they had one of those DJs there <laughs> right. that mm-hmm. weren't listening to them. And they got to feel mm-hmm. like they had to exactly. keep Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of there's I understand that there's these DJs that don't listen to them and they only care about, you know, feeling like a competent DJ. So they're breaking the rules. Yeah. So now they're over managing me because they don't go, want yeah. me to do the same thing. You know? Yeah. So I get that shit. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know if I'm needed for that kind of thing right now. Yeah. You know? And I don't know if that's the kind of fulfillment I need right now. And honestly, like, I know there's motherfuckers that need that money right now. So I'd rather have motherfuckers do that work. Mm-hmm. And I just build something else on the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying I'm not going to do that shit or I'm not going to take gigs. But it, I just got to feel like it's the right, it's the right venue. Mm. It's 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 like the safe thing for me to do. Right and time I'm in and place. Yeah. yeah, I'm not think, just gonna walk in. I think and do um, it. I think Tao opening is really important because I think it's gonna be the measuring stick for, all, for, all, the all, rest all of the, for the rest of the venues to kind of figure out their move. Yeah, I think a lot of people are gonna be watching <clears throat> how Tao handles the situation this weekend and moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then maybe or maybe not. Well, we'll the see window, the other spots. Well, the excess was open, wasn't it? Yeah, but I think was it more centered around like nightlight or with a pool, right? Was it more? Yeah, around it the was pool? more like a pool. No, it was the, it was the lounge. Shit, they yeah. actually had uh, because they had um, what was Trist? It was uh, uh, intrigue. Intrigue. They yeah. were they were opening intrigue as excess lounge. Uh huh. So intrigue was open, mm. and they they just had table service there. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear too much about it. Yeah, the wind, it. the wind actually, a lot of the venues, like the wind sets the, the standard. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. As far as nightclub, nightclub, yeah. Maybe Tao will, everyone's going to follow suit and see how that goes. Yeah. Just because I feel like they, they're known for like their restaurant, so it should be rather seamless for them yeah, yeah. to do it and have the restaurant pop in. They already had a DJ with the restaurant, so that's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. I think the mystery is probably the upstairs. Yeah, it's it's really like a it's a crossroads for me, man. Yeah, because I it's like there's opportunities for me for for to build other things on the side, or to go back to what I was doing before, mm-hmm. but to do it at thirty percent, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like for me, what do I do? Yeah. You know, I had literally have conversations with Sujit and other DJs about this. Like, mm-hmm. what is the right way to go about it? And there is no right or wrong answer. It's really actually on your financial situation and what options you have on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what it comes down to. Like, it's not the same scenario for everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for November. Hopefully it gets better. I don't think it will. I think it's going to get worse. Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely curious about what's going to happen. I just, I just actually registered uh, to vote. So I'm just like, fuck, man, we got less than a month. Yeah. I hope every, everyone's <laughs> registered, we got, right? We got 28, yeah. we got 28 yeah. days. I mean, this is the last day. Yeah, everyone's registered, right? Yeah. Well, California is the day of the election. You can still register the day of the election. There's I'm, a, doing, I'm doing the mail-in vote. Yeah. Are you doing that? I think so. I think I'm going to the polling vote. Old, old school. school. Old it's school. No, it's actually, there's one near my house. That's Dude, there's why. one across the street from my house. You, you know the line that's going to be there, bro. It's usually not that bad. I don't I know. Maybe this shit could is, be different. Mine is, <laughs> mine is a community one, so it's it's pretty fairly like it's open. It was busy. The whole when day. I went in 2016. I waited about an hour. No. Nah. Fuck that. I waited yeah. six minutes. <laughs> Wait, why won't y'all just do a mail-in vote? I don't trust the mail-in vote. Yeah. Why? I don't know, man. I don't so know. much shit. I don't know. I've never done the mail-in vote before. I've always done it in person. Well, the yeah, mail-in vote is... I've done it all in person. Yeah. I like going in person and getting my sticker. The absentee ballot? That's what it is. <laughs> the absentee ballot is yeah. a mail-in vote. Yeah. 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 No, I always yeah. done go into the booth and... 
Yeah, I like going by. I like doing that. This yeah. is my first time voting. Oh, well, you should really? actually do the poll if you could. Yeah, I mean, man, you should, to the, to the I don't want to go to a poll and stand in line for three hours. You're not going to stand. It's not three hours, no. man. Find one that's local that. in your community and then go to that I'm one. I'm not going to stand in line and do that shit. It's got to be like a local. It's not like, it's not like DMV, bro. I'm not going to fucking I mean, not shit, deal man. with that shit, man. Because the gonna, one across the street from my house is in the elementary school and they basically have an auditorium. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually fucking mad at myself Why? that I haven't voted, but. I didn't vote because I didn't want to register because when you register, you kind of, uh, you're putting yourself out there for jury duty. <laughs> you do that regardless, Kirk. Yeah, nah, man. I mean, I, th- I thought they it was like- They catch you anyway, man. Yeah, they're regardless. calling for regardless. Knock on wood, they you, haven't called you're me. You're in the system, so they, I don't know. I mean, now I'm in the system. They still call me in New York for jury duty. Really? Do they? Yeah. Yeah, they take the Obviously, it's not too. mandatory, right? See, I never I voted know. in New York, so I never get that call. <laughs> I don't get that call. I get a mail and well, my mom's get the mail. I ignore that shit. Yeah. Is it illegal, right? You Maybe never, you know, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, you never got it. I never received it. That's why it. I shouldn't yeah. even be talking about this right now. <laughs> allegedly, we never, we didn't, and forget about it. Uh, just talking shit. Jesus. Your name is Evan Carlito Boyd, right? <laughs> <laughs> is that hey, your full name? <laughs> <laughs> Fix your man next to you, Nev. He's over there leaning. Jesus. Oh, shit. When, you, when is the Mandalorian? Uh, October thirtieth. October thirtieth. Make sure. By the way, this is not an ad, but we Ooh, got the baby. I can't the, wait for the Mandalorian. We got the baby Yoda in the room. Fuck Disney Plus though. Disney Plus could suck. Yeah, my man. Dick, well, you. Th- here's the thing. You that was a, a whole. That was a rip They man. fucking pimped so many goddamn people for the wackest app ever. Yeah. But it's, you paid for the whole year. I paid for the month. I'm only paying six dollars a month. Really? You pay for the whole year, so you're stuck with it. That's some broke boy shit, right? One month. Yeah, month. I, pay, I pay for the whole. <laughs> no, that's smart because I can cancel it if it doesn't. If, if I don't like it in a month, he, he but wait, was stuck it, with it. He, he didn't it. have that seventy-two dollars. Nah. Would you, would you pay that month to month with your rush card? A rush card. <laughs> I can't even say shit else to him right now. He's like yeah. in hot water. But the black card, rush card. The rush card. Was it really the worst <laughs> app ever? They had like uh, like crazy. No, back because he thought he was gonna get everything, but it was, they fucking whack. they fucking. And his oh dumbass paid seventy two dollars for a whole year. And got stuck with it. They well, really what, what did they not have? They were uh, supposed to launch all this Marvel content. Uh huh. It was just like they had all. They just sold it like, yo, you're gonna get all these TV you shows. Get, oh, yeah. We literally got like Hamilton and Mandalorian. Yeah. And then they didn't even give us Mulan. You, you have to pay an extra thirty bucks for Mulan. Mulan. Whoa, whoa, gra- granted, granted, this, this and that's the rent. I didn't even a fucking own it. <laughs> granted, last year it started what November, and then by the third month, fucking COVID hit. You don't so, say you don't. Nah, 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 nah. They, they already that shit was getting when whack that shit started. Jump, it was yeah. whack from jump, man. It was yeah. whack, man. I'm trying. And, to, they, hmm. and then this is the worst part. They they intentionally starting the Mandalorian. Right when you got to renew the next year. That's well, so you dumbasses know, got to so fuck this year. No, no. Disney do can a suck month my dick. Shit. Do the month shit. Because yeah, I remember do we, the were, month shit and we were in Miami. We were in Miami when that shit kind of like started popping. Yeah, we were right? all yeah. excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I we was watching shit. That's some shady ass shit to me, man. Fuck yo, Disney <laughs> Plus can suck fuck my Disney. I'm not paying for that shit. You get ESPN, you get Hulu, and you get Spotify with that. No, you got to pay extra. No, oh, it's twelve dollars. Twelve ninety nine for like the for the three for the bundle for the for the bundle. That's cheap. It's cheap. Fucking lose that shit adds up. Now you know it's not the point of cheap or not. It's the fact that they just fucking played us. No, yeah, they definitely sold you a dream. That's what I fucking hate, man. I don't like that shit. They see what Apple's doing, and I'm glad what Apple's doing. Right? They're doing that. They're doing that whole thing where you pay like nine ninety nine or fifteen ninety nine, and you get Apple TV, you get Apple Music, you get all of this shit. All wait, when is that starting? 
I don't know what it is, but I it's like, like a little plan. That, that's fucking like amazing. That. Yeah. That's what I'm fucking with right now. Yeah. Like, fuck Disney Plus, yo. My man got the Plex over there, so he's getting like the uh, the bootleg episodes coming through. I'm uh-huh. going to watch those joints. Damn. I'm not paying for that Disney Plus. They could yo, suck my, my dick. My man got the Plex. <laughs> for real. <laughs> they could suck my dick. My man got dick. the black box. Yo, you know, for real. Bar, yo. Shout, shout to John Goodwin, man. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking paying for that shit. They could suck my dick. They fucking played us, man. Yeah, and we're sorry. never seeing Marvel content. No. We're never seeing that shit. Well, well saying, one division is supposed to start in November or yeah. December. But right when you shit. have to renew it. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. I am so mad. <laughs> on, on the renewal date. On the renewal so date. That shit's going to drop them, man. I'm so On November heated. 15th. You have to I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, yo. All right, <laughs> let's talk. Well, you guys have been watching the Rough Riders documentary. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. What is that on BET? It's on uh, BET and it's on, it's, uh, on demand. Five episodes. How is that? Honestly, I didn't know anything about uh, Rough Riders. I didn't know anything about who owned it. I did they Did they mention me? Nah, they didn't mention you. I'm sorry. <laughs> How they almost signed me? <laughs> nah, he wasn't. Actually, you were. You they know, were. No, he you wasn't. Were it. Yo, bro, you were in it. They, they show you when you was killing 106 in Park. No, that was Jin. That was Jin. That's, <laughs> that's who they went with instead of his ass. Yo, give the backstory, please. Huh? Give it a little bit of the backstory. We were uh, laughing at so cricket was the rising star for the Asian community for the Rough Riders before Jin took his contract. I did. They told me to freestyle for for I think I freestyled for one of the dudes, one of the main dudes at Rough uh-huh. Riders. Uh-huh. It was even Wild D. Yeah, and I freestyled. It was a ball headed motherfucker. I forgot. What that's, it was. That was why. Yeah, that was why. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah. That's why he's still running the shit. Yeah, I freestyled for him, and he said he wanted me to be like Eminem. Oof. He wanted me to rap about being Asian, and he wanted me to like speak in like in Korean. Let's go back. What year was this? Two thousand? No, 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 no. Ninety nine? Ninety eight? Okay. So Rough Riders is still hot. Ninety eight. They're yeah. about they were, the the anthem just had dropped. Ninety eight, ninety eight, ninety nine. Mm-hmm. It was the, it was that year, and Rough. they were talking to me because when did they sign Jin? In like two thousands, right? Two thousand, yeah, right around yeah, yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, I was like, "Oh shit, they signed him." I was like that, and then all my boys were like, "Oh, that could have been you." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit was so funny. They showed that his album like debuted at like number ninety. Yeah, it's and then bad. they the uh, there was a chick that was like kind of like the head of promotions, and she said like she felt responsible for like fucking him over because they they his promotion was like these fortune cookies. Yeah. And like it had a release date with yeah. the Portugal, all this dumb. She was like, yo, yeah. it was like the wackest promotion ever. They like, told me, they told me their idea. They're like, we want you to embrace being Asian and like just really be Asian. I'm like, yo, yeah. I don't, number one, I don't even speak Korean. Number two, <laughs> like all my friends are black and Puerto Rican. Yeah. So I was like, well, I don't understand. Like, I can't do that shit. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, you're too lyrical, miracle, and all of this shit. And then I was like, do you remember right, the freestyle? Man. Well, you know what? Jin album actually dropped in 2004. Okay. By that yeah. time, Rough Riders had kind of fallen off. Fallen off, yeah. 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 And I know they, they took a big hit. They talked about, I think around that time, they took a big hit with like Napster mm-hmm. and then like the whole shit. Everybody took the industry. A hit with yeah. Yeah. It also had to do with um the owner, D. He got into a, a motorcycle accident and he mm-hmm. was laid up in the hospital for like maybe a year. Yeah. yeah. And he was the main guy that like, he was he made sure everybody was in the studio putting out hits. Yeah. Yeah. When he got like sidelined in the hospital, everybody like kind of slacked off. Like Eve started doing on TV, mm-hmm. yeah. DMX started doing movies, uh, Swiss started his own record label, right? And then the Lock started D Block. Yeah, so he was like the kind of like acting A and R for everybody. Yeah, like just really hands on, especially exactly. with Eve because Eve like she was really like 
I don't know. She had like a she went through like a depression period or something, and mm-hmm. he kind of like helped her out of that shit. Yeah, and put together her albums, and like he was like the guy. Like I feel like Wa was more the businessman, mm-hmm. and D was more the hands on dude, and, and, that, and the sister was hands on. That was like too. the downfall after that shit. Yeah. They, that's when it all fell off. It's crazy how like one person can be holding exactly, everybody man. together yeah. like that. Yeah, and no one and no one would know. No and one he was would like know. the dude. I, I, this like, is new to me. Like I knew the Rough Riders history, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I always wonder how did they fall off because they were so fucking yeah. hot. But that was the reason. And like well, he, he was really the dude that like because DMX would just disappear, go like on drug binges, and yeah, yeah. he would go to jail for six months. And like he was the dude that held DMX down and like yep. would make him mm-hmm. like stay on a on stay, a, like, a straight narrow sober. path. You know yeah. what I mean? DMX had like ADD or some shit, man. I remember watching like some MTV behind the scenes shit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker would just like buy like remote control cars or airplanes. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. And he'd just yeah. play that shit and then give it to some kid. And then he'd want to like drive around and people were like, no, X, don't drive. You ain't got your license. Yeah. And he'd be driving crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go drive. I'm going to do what I want. You can't do anything. He'd he said, like I remember someone said in the middle of that one fucking uh, movie with Jet Li or whatever. That he left the set to go fly helicopters and little yeah. race cars and shit. Yeah, he's yeah. fucking. Nuts. He even talked about it. He's talked about when he was living in Arizona and how like that was like like the most happiest time in his life because he was away from everything mm-hmm. and he could just enjoy going on four wheelers and just doing kid shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he didn't feel like any kind of pressure. I honestly feel like they could have done a just. a documentary on DMX by itself. Of course, yeah, yeah. like yeah. his story. Like the locks was really dope story. Um, Swiss they wait, incorporated wait, wait. him a lot did he talk about how Swiss and DMX used to rob motherfuckers they were like stick up kids yeah. in the beginning they, yeah. they did they talk did about talk that. about that yeah. ooh yeah. they used to like hop hop cabs together jump out of cabs yeah, yeah. yeah. Like all kind of shit <laughs> my boy was telling me that in Yonkers he saw Swiss uh, roll up on a dude in like a Chinese restaurant uh-huh. and mm-hmm. just literally just tell him like sat next to him while dude was eating yeah said some shit to him and walked out with his wallet and his chain they, yeah, yeah, they were saying like that's like the reason why Swiss, Swiss and DMX was so tight. That that's how Swiss ended up really getting on a lot of those albums mm-hmm. because they had two other producers. You remember the names now? Um, Dame Grease. Dame Grease was nasty. So him and it was another dude. Oh my. It was another dude, light skin dude. But those two dudes did the first album, just yeah. them two. Dame Grease was nasty. He yeah. was bad. Yeah, I thought he was gonna fucking blow up. They did uh, "It's Dark and Hell Is Hot," the yeah. complete album, and then the second album, he's uh, they they both was like kind of bitter because they said like Wandy kind of like phased them out and just started putting Swiss in, mm-hmm. but Swiss was their nephew. No, I get it. So they was kind of like already grooming them. Yeah, yeah. And you know, obviously Swiss blew up, but they felt a way Damn, about it. It was like, forgot, yo, like yeah. I forgot about that name, Dame Grease. Yeah, Dame Grease yeah. was nasty, yo. <laughs> yeah. He did all of those DMX the, anthems, all the, yo, the a lot albums. of them joints, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And That's they crazy. they was tight, bro. Like you could tell, like in the documentary, like they was not feeling Swiss, bro. Did they talk, did they talk about how Swiss was? Uh, they, people used to shit on Swiss because uh, remember remember at that time it was all about the Triton keyboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was all about the yeah. trying keyboard, and Swiss was known for just sampling the the pre uh, the, the pre made the yeah. presets in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they like, didn't really go in on that, but they really kind of like like everybody was shitting on Swiss Swiss and be like, "Yo, his shit is." They was they was hating though. They was, he hating. was killing it, man. <laughs> but, <laughs> it, it was simple. It was simple. It yeah, but even uh, what was that? Uh, what y'all want? The E yeah. joint uh-huh. that was like a preset for like Caramba. Wow. You know when you like go through yeah. like a keyboard? <laughs> yeah. And they'd be like Calypso, they're like do 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 like yeah. and then they had like oh Caramba and it was like dun 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 and they were, he was like oh I'm gonna sample that for Eve, yo. <laughs> they was definitely they yo. was definitely like 
kind of like backhand compliment in Swiss. Like For saying real? like, yo, mm-hmm. when we met him, he didn't know how to produce. It was, like, the album producer was PK. What? Yeah. Oh yeah, PK. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, those dudes did some nasty ass shit, yeah, man. For real. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like them two, like pretty much held that first DMX album down completely. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, like, yo, like they, he would be calling DMX, and they would be thinking like DMX would be out somewhere partying. He's like, yo, I'm in the studio with Swiss, and they'd be like, what? Like, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah, like, yeah I'm working on the next shocked. album. Because remember, he put out he put out two albums in one year. Yeah, yeah. that was the first year. The yeah, first the year first time ever anyone had ever done two number one albums in one year. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. put that shit out, and they, all of a sudden he was like, "Yo, what the fuck, y'all working on the album?" And they ain't even said nothing to us. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of yeah. shit is this? So they felt hello. They felt away about. They got it. they got treated like uh, organized noise, kind yeah. of a little bit. <laughs> like the, when Outkast was working on their last album. Yeah, yeah. they got. So sure, I didn't realize how many units on DMX sold those first four albums. It was like three million, four million, five million. Mm-hmm. And that's on um, the states alone. Damn. Like and then there was Eds with Party Up in Here. I didn't realize I sold five million copies. But they were they were under the Def Jam umbrella. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they were just a management yeah. company. I mean, Def Jam was killing it with what Murder no, Inc. They had just started Rough killing Riders. it. Yeah. Yeah. Rough Riders and Rockefeller and Rockefeller. Uh, Rockefeller. Uh, Irv Gotti brought DMX to to Def Jam. Mm. Yeah. Because I think at the time they said like Def Jam was actually struggling. They were starting to fall off. They yeah. had fallen off by then. Yeah. And Irv Gotti saved Def Jam. Yeah. Because he, he brought in, he did help bring in Rockefeller also, mm-hmm. Murder Inc. and um, Rough, Rough Riders. Riders. Yeah, he was, because I guess he had been with them since what, the mid 80s, Def Jam, they said? Oh, no, not mid 80s, no. But he knew, all, he knew all them guys. Oh, okay. From I, back w- I wonder if they ever offered him the president, uh, the president, uh, what do you call it? I don't know, it? man. President of Def Jam? Yeah, I don't know. If I mean, I don't know if they ever shit? offered him, but they should have offered it. They, they brought that up too. Really? They were saying how when, um, when, uh, Jay Z became president. Yeah, DMX was not feeling that shit. Like he hated it because he felt that DMX he he felt that Jay Z was his rival. Yeah, he didn't let, let him was, up. And he equal. was just like he never felt like he should have to answer to that dude. But so yeah, we were having this conversation before about the D, the 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 Jay Z video for Money Cash Holes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and never you were like they came out with a video for that. Remember? Yeah, and I even remembered. I knew there was. I remember I said, no, they never came out with a video, right? Mm-hmm. And you were right. They did come out with a video, but it was a remix with Memph, Bleak, and Beanie. And I forgot about that because I know they did have a video for it. And DMX wasn't in there. Yeah. And I remember when it came at that time, Money Cash Holes was such a huge song, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And we were wondering why DMX, why there wasn't a version with DMX in the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Jay and DMX seemed like they always had that kind of rivalry, like an internal you know? beef rivalry. Yeah, like they always that, had that yeah. beef. What did they say? They had that um, that freestyle battle. Yeah, in um, um, in the Bronx. Yeah, like a, a clo like a like a like yeah, yeah, yeah. a pool hall or some shit. Yeah, they, they always bringing that fucking thing up. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. the, the lost tape, basically. And there's no footage of that. Yeah, yeah so I heard there, there is, there is, yeah. but I mean, somebody like it got erased or some. There's a lot. No, of, I heard Dan, Dash always says like he has it or some shit. Right? That they, in the they never show any footage of that shit. That's the and it was like a draw, right? Yeah. No, yeah. The, I've heard that DMX body him. Nah, I heard it was a draw. I heard it was a. Oh, it was like on both sides. Somebody said people say DMX one, other people say Jay Z one. So, but I heard it was heated. Like it was like there were multiple times when it almost went to guns and shit yeah. while they were battling. Yep. But even they they even like addressed saying like when Jay Z became president, how like the album like DMX's album was done and like Jay Z kept stalling it yeah, and yeah, pushing yeah, like pushing the dates back. back. But you know what? Nothing, like, not for nothing. By then, DMX had kind of fallen off. Yeah. It wasn't. He wasn't the same. Well, that was like what oh five oh seven. So wait, who saved Def Jam first? Was it Rockefeller, Murder, or Rough Riders? I still think they, it was I feel like they all came at the same time. 
fucking forget. It's tough. It, I, I was thinking and, that too, but I know, feel like Rough Riders came first. I mean, no, no, Rockefeller came first because the Hard Knock then, Life, the Hard Knock Life, uh, Volume Two, right? Yeah, yeah. that's kind of that saved. That was the beginning. That was the the start of the shit. The start of it. That's where Money Cash then, Holes was on, yeah. right? And then Rough Riders came, and, and then, then Murder, Murder Inc. Inc. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was in that order. Yeah, but I think DMX was hotter than Jay Z. At the time, I think mm. he was selling way more units than Jay Z, so I think his, well, the, the Rough Riders' two, no, presence that, was was heavy. The Volume Two did sell five million, but after that, Jay was selling like maybe two million. But yeah. that's definitely was selling more units than Jay Z. Yeah, and I feel like his sound kind of like crept into Jay's sound a little bit too. Like how like Jay started fucking with Swiss beats mm-hmm. and doing shit that DMX was doing and seeing his formula and using it a little bit for his gain too, and that kind of got Jay Z hot. Low key, someone was on Twitter shitting on Money Cash Hole, saying it was like one of the worst songs ever made. It's not <laughs> wow. But if you think about it now and you hear it now, it is kind of horrible. It's simple. It's zoom, yeah. Zoom. I mean, shit. It was what twenty three years ago. Yeah, but I can understand how like a young like a young generation ass motherfucker could hear that and be like, "Yo, this shit is whack," because it didn't age well. Oh, nah. definitely yeah. age well. As big as that song was, that it was part. Was that big in L.A.? It was alright. I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I don't remember, remember it being it. crazy. I remember hearing it, but it was it was never on the radio. See, it was such a monster in New York, yo. Yeah, it yeah. was like it was like MOP Annie up. Really, that was that bigger than LA, though. Yeah, it was, that was bigger than LA. It was bigger than that in, in New York. Money Cash Holes was huge, and now, but it literally gets no play. Like if I ever do a throwback that uh, night or something, you'll never play it. I'll never play that, <laughs> yo. <laughs> I think just the beginning of the song is just. It's, that it's beat was so nasty the way it came Bam, in. Bam, Jamie's yeah. right. I think if he came out with a video for it, it would have blown the fuck up. Yeah, like, like a video with DMX on it, not with Memphis. Mm-hmm. Like, how could you not it. have a video for that song? There's some hate over there, yo. Yeah. There's always some hate over there, yo. Yeah. And then obviously, like they talked about making the uh, the first single from his Dark and Hell is Hot in the Tunnel, like um, Get At Me Dog and all that shit. Yeah. Stuff, a lot of stuff I didn't know, man. Like I, I was, I was really impressed with the. Documentary. I gotta check that out. It's on demand, though. BET. Yeah. It should be. All right, how many episodes is it? Five. Five. They're each about an hour long. All right, I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna yeah. check it. I actually, I'm actually really fascinated with that shit. Wait, yeah. did they have any others before that? Yeah, no, uh, they had the Cash Money. No, no limit. Yeah. Oh, no limit no records. Limit. Oh, no limit. Yeah, that one was really good too. Which yeah. is which is better? Oh, actually, I forgot the the Rough Riders. They talk about the um. Remember the tour, Cash Money? Oh yeah, the Rough Riders tour. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, did. Yeah. they did. There was a huge fight. Yeah, yeah, because but, um, in Boston, because with, Cash Money was selling um, no, 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 no. merch. It was outside and had nothing to do with Cash Money. It has to do with um, Benzino. Yeah, the Made Men. Why? What was Benzino was always starting some? Oh, he started shit. Boston, it was over yeah. a woman. It was over some, and they, some chick that they thought Rough Riders was soft, but they all carry fucking guys with them. So they got shanked up. Um, Benzino guys. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, bad. They had. I think did they did the tour after that. They kept going, but okay. they, they finally they had another altercation and they finally did it the tour. I heard there wow. was mad beef that uh, because they had to split the merch uh-huh. because mm-hmm. it was Rough Riders and No Limit. Cash Money. Cash Money. Cash Money, yeah. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It was Cash Money and um, Rough Riders, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I heard they had to split the merch, so there was beef that Cash Money started selling merch outside of the stadium. Oh wow! To yeah. to to, to uh, pocket all the merch, yeah, mm-hmm. and all of that shit. I heard that long time ago though. They I were doing some it. shady shit like that, and Rough Riders was like heated about it. That was a massive tour, though. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was. They that even sound, had, they that had, sounds like a scary ass tour to go on. I know. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to fuck with that tour. They said like a, a lot of uh, like a lot of uh, cities, like hotels and like different shit. Like they were getting yeah. wind of them coming, and they, the hotels wouldn't book them. Mm. Like they ended up have they would have to like sleep in their trailers some nights because hotels a, was like yeah we don't want no and, parts of this shit and they lost a lot of sponsorships <laughs> yeah Seagram pulled tour. out yeah and Wild had to end up financing the back end of the tour like the last I forgot how many dates maybe the last four dates yeah she was wild man it's a good it's a good it's a good watch I'm gonna watch that shit yeah. man that shit sounds dope um what do you call it should we go through some music and shit I guess. Could do that. You did. I mean, yeah. I haven't really been listening to anything. I heard the Twenty One Savage. I ran through it. Pause. Uh-huh. I haven't listened to it yet. It was really good. Really, the new Twenty One Savage and Metro Woman. A lot mm-hmm. of people are like fuck mm-hmm. promoting that shit. Yo, Twenty One Savage. God damn, that motherfucker is like he's it's really him, on it's it. Him and Metro Woman, right? Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's yeah. the perfect that's production. The perfect for him. Savage Savage Mode Two. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's perfect. God. And man. I think Young Thug is on one of those tracks that's fucking pretty great. They're like they're like the modern day gang star to me right now. Yeah, they're really uh, that's killing a good, shit. Hey man, listen, that's a good uh, you know what I'm saying? comparison. Because Twenty One Savage has that voice. He does. He's one of my favorite He's, rappers out of the South, man. Yeah. yeah, his voice is so like he just sounds good on the proper beat. Like his voice is that instrument. Metro that Metro Boomer, his his production has evolved. Yeah, know? oh, it sounds drastic. really good. You think drastic. working with Nas helped him? I don't know about that, but I know he's been a, like his samples sound good. He's uh-huh. like sampling a little more. He's like mixing it well, all. He's always up. been sampling. I mean, it was, but now it's, it's more just, noticeable. It's weird. I'm about to it's say better. that yeah. it's yeah. better. Yeah. Now. It's more noticeable. He's putting, too. Yeah, he's yeah. putting it together a little bit better. Like mm-hmm. that, that, that was a good project. I don't know. I don't know how many of that shit's gonna leak into the club. Tory Lanes, have y'all been listening to that or y'all are crickets? I'm banning yeah. Tory Lanes. You're yeah. banning? Yeah. You don't? You don't play <laughs> any Tory music? I'm scared to play it actually. You're scared? I'm, yeah, I'm not. I feel ba- like it's R. Kelly type of shit now. Really? I'm not banning it, yeah. man. Well, it's like, because I, it's you. No, I know. <laughs> I like I know, it's like my doppelganger, but I'm not banning it because I feel like there's just holes in that story. And mm. until we hear the real shit, like you put that tweet in our our group chat. Which tweet? Was that, was that from Kodak Black? Don't pin anything on me. Oh, now. well, it was allegedly. Our, <laughs> I believe in I believe in protecting black women. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I feel like there's holes what in the was story, the tweet? man. What was the tweet? It was it was something that long. Almost. Oh, the guy who was explaining the yeah, story. Kodak yeah, academics. I think. Can you yeah. do you remember what that tweet was? Yeah, verbatim. I think he was saying that uh, Megan and her girlfriend were had having beef and going at it. Well, be, this is the story that I heard. Yeah. The rumor that I heard. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Is that Meg the Stallion's girlfriend mm-hmm. was fucking Tory first? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They were fucking and they were together. And then Meg started on the side fucking Tori without the, her girlfriend knowing. Yeah. So it was like on some sneak shit. Yeah. Right. Then that night, Kylie was Kylie and Tori were kind of hugged up. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of almost fucking. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted to almost link up and fuck. Kylie mm-hmm. and Tori. Right. Mm-hmm. So then something happened in the car where Meg the Stallion was getting upset about Kylie fucking with Tori and the girlfriend was like well why do you care I'm fucking him and it somehow came out that Meg was fucking right so I think Meg and her friend started going at it and Tori was in the middle right that's what I that's what that's that's another version of the story am I fucking it up no also in that tweet it said that they were fighting for the gun yeah, mm. and that's how she got shot. And then uh, Megan was too drunk to know uh, to remember that her, that her girlfriend remember. was the one that had the gun and shot. Yeah, her. and then yeah. that shot. Well, in the tussle, supposedly a shot came out and shot her twice or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she yeah. thought it was Tori. And then they're saying like allegedly, uh, which I kind Rock of, Nation which, was kind of like 
I do, I do kind of believe that. Meg, that sounds like a believable wait, wait. story. I do believe that Meg be drunk like that because yeah. I've no, seen her. There's on, been stories going around that she gets I see really her on fucked social, up. Yeah, I see her on yeah, social she media. Get, she get loose. She, yeah, she get loose. <laughs> like yo, you see like her security pulling away the 1942 bottle, yeah. and she be like holding on to that shit like a baby. Like no, like I need, I need my 1942. Yeah, I need my 1940. And then like the security's like, yo, chill. Like get that bottle out of your hand. Yeah, like, stop drinking. So I do believe I don't think she has a drinking problem, but I do believe she's enjoying well, she's, life. Yeah, they, they, she's yeah, enjoying they're young life. kids. They're 24, 25 yeah. years old. I do believe she's enjoying life. Yeah. But she uh, she's been having a rough um recently. Her mom's died. Yes. Yeah. Her grandmother she's, died some shit. The yeah, contract shit that just the, happened right yeah. before. COVID. She's managed by Rock Nation, right? Yeah. Now she, she so is. they were saying that um Rock Nation might have went to Tory and was like, Don't say anything. Like don't say shit. Like, don't say you didn't do it. Just don't say anything. And that's why he but never I'm really drop came an out. album. Right. And that's why he's <laughs> dropping so- these subliminals in an album. But he can't really still say anything. Or is, even, is or even make an apology. Rock, is he on Rock Nation as well? I'm not no, sure. But no, I think, I think like... Is he on OVO? No, he's not. No, no he's they, not. They have beef. But I thought they like squashed it and he was fucking with OVO after that. No, I know they I definitely squashed it, but I don't think he was a part of OVO. I think he's in Universal. Let me double check. But they were saying, like, not him having an association with Rock Nation, but, like, they kind of strong on him. But Rock Nation have that much power to yeah, tell the artist to, tell him, like, to not say anything? That's Jay-Z, yo. That's they kind of, like, told him to, like, lay off and just don't say shit. So I feel like he probably felt like, fuck, I can't say nothing, but how can I at least get my point across? The only way I can do it is do a couple of subliminals on, on, on some music. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. So when I read that, I was like, okay, I don't think we know the whole story and until then i'm gonna keep playing his music i thought it was weird when she went on live to announce like yeah motherfucker you shot me yeah yeah that was kind of weird but if you go back was she talking to a girlfriend people assumed Ooh, people assumed look at it was story, i didn't think right? about that because she doesn't wow. she doesn't follow her girlfriend <laughs> and her girlfriend doesn't follow her mm. but everyone That's assumed something to think about yeah. so she's like yeah motherfucker you shot me and everyone assumed it was tori mm-hmm but it could have been her girlfriend. Yeah. And that's never... why she's not ratting out on Tori because Tori didn't shoot her. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And this is why Tori isn't arrested yet. Right. Because everyone is protecting everyone Meg kept... the Stallion's girlfriend. People kept saying, why isn't he arrested? Yes. Why isn't he like, ex- like removed from the country, all this shit? Yes. And, and to be so... honest, if you had a case where you shot somebody, would you be making an album... And would you be going out and hanging out like he is right now? Dude, he's like mm-hmm. in New York hanging out. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel me though? Yeah. If you did actually shoot her, would you be moving this like this? Hell no. But if you know for a fact that you innocent as fuck, but everybody don't know, yeah. would you be moving like this? Yes. yes. He's on Interscope. You feel me, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. It, I mean, it kind of makes sense, but I do. I feel you, D, that There's the, holes. the real story is not out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll have to wait. And it's like, I'm not going to penalize good music from this dude mm-hmm. off allegations. Yes. I want to hear the real shit. And then Cause I, the look. only and the only person who's staying quiet that I know of, and I, don't, I haven't been following this that closely, mm-hmm. but the only person who's staying quiet like they shot somebody is the girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like she in hiding. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> she shot him off. Like, she ain't going to, she's not trying to, she's not trying to like make no type of noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just smart. That's what you do when you when you Listen, fucking me, know you let, fucked up. Let me take out the uh, the criminal justice degree one time. Okay, Mr. Criminal Justice Degree here. Here yes. we go. All right, put if it. If he would have, if he, if he, if he really would have shot the gun, yes, and there was residue in his hand, yes, that's an attempt murder. Mm-hmm. 
he would have been, they would have never released this dude. He, he would have been questioning and the shit would have been solved by now. Right. There's too many loopholes. There's too many open holes. Right. It's everybody's story. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get into court now. COVID is happening. Courts are closed. So this is going to take a longer time. So the allegations of him shooting her are far more easier to believe. And this is um, how just the criminal justice system works. They'll take the woman's word over the men's word. When uh, it's a... Um, uh, what's the fucking... You're the criminal justice motherfucker. No, no, no. no. Uh, the domestic violence. <laughs> right. Sorry. They would take the woman's word over the men's word when shit like this happens. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of loopholes. But a lot this of isn't holes. this isn't domestic violence, is it? Is it deemed what's that? a woman, the boyfriend and girlfriend, and there's violence and there's a gun and there's a <laughs> there's a lot. And the security's real quiet too. Yeah, right? the security's very quiet. So, so they've probably got footage of the thing, but I, there's no proper. I think we cracked the case, guys. <laughs> 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 But I don't. There's no proper visual representation of Tori shooting at her, so the tussle happening probably isn't in the camera footage somewhere. But there's no real. There's, they can't pin. They can't pin it on him. Is what I'm trying to get to. Nah, yeah, but but who has the gun? That's what they don't know because they even said there was no there was no evidence of his of the, his gun being fired. Or in the yeah. residue of the of the gunpowder. And even in the arm. even when in one of his songs he said how you got shot twice in your foot and there was no broken tendons or bones. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. So they're and saying so what they're saying a, is that she was cut by broken glass when they were tussling. Yeah. Which I kinda believe, yo. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't I just don't know what the f- I don't care. I actually don't really care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is just a filibuster we're trying to fill some of the body. I care in the sense of like There's 26 bones in in each foot. Yeah. I mean, I'm care if a fucking especially a black man shoots a black black woman? Yeah. yeah. That's nah, this is all messy though. It's it's very, no, messy. It is it is messy. Nobody knows the real it's deal. Not, it's not it's other not than them. yeah. Yeah, of course, no one wants anyone to be shot. That's fucked no, up. No, of course, we're not trying to plea for, for Tory Lanez here. We're just trying to give our opinion on what may or may or not happen allegedly. Yeah. What are you talking about? We just cracked the case. We just cracked we the Allegedly. <laughs> we just cracked it, yo. <laughs> By the way, there's 26 bones in each foot, 30 joints, and 100 muscles in your one foot. Great information. Thank you, sir. So, Thank you, Mr. Science. Yeah. <laughs> Did you dig that up just now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's right. A bullet would have hit something. Yeah. yeah, for sure. 26 points is a lot of fucking odds. When did this happen? Like eight weeks ago? This so happened a while ago, ago, man. This is late uh, J- July. So anyway, you are playing Tory Lanez. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I'm okay I with that. I haven't been playing not. Tory Lanez, no. Jamie. I'm not playing him, but I wish. Because I like his music. He's talented. Scissor. Well, let's talk about Drake and Scissor. Y'all heard about this? Yeah, I, I heard about it. The 21 she- Savage? No. Uh, no. Drake was saying... Uh, it was on the Bryson Tiller. Oh, Bryson Tiller? Mm-hmm. I thought it was on the 21. Oh, no, was it no. Bryson Tiller? No, no, yeah. no. It was on the 21 Savage. It was on the 21 Boomin. Savage record, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, right? Yeah. No, it fucking wasn't. It was on the Bryson Tiller. Okay. Let's pull it, pull it up. You, yeah, double check. You want to make a bet on it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. What you want to bet? <laughs> bet $100. Wait, oh. who, whoever loses has to pay for our lunch after. Let's okay, do it. Let's right. do that. All right. You said it was on the, uh, See, the D, 21 Savage. We get a free, lunch either, mad about we get a free lunch either way, D. I'm cool. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I can eat. Oh. I hope you got your um, rush card, Jamie. <laughs> I got the rush card. <laughs> Never got that S9 money, Rady. Uh, Jamie's kind of quiet. <laughs> 21 Savage track, Mr. Right Now. Damn. <laughs> I got lunch. I swear it was the Tory Lanez. I mean, the prize until the one. I, I keep losing to this motherfucker. 
I know. That is amazing. <sighs> Fuck, you know whatever. what? Never is is <laughs> the one thing I can say about Never. He doesn't after forget knowing, shit. No, no. After knowing him for this long, for decades, uh-huh. he is a lucky motherfucker. Gambling one. He ha- no, no. He has luck on his side in a lot so, of situations. Uh, yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have some bad luck also. I have bad, <laughs> oh, bad and good luck. But also. even oh. even your bad luck, even your bad luck could, is like. It could have been worse luck, though. You know what I mean? It's still kind of like, you know, like a motherfucker walked out with with all his limbs and toes and and everything and fingers and shit. Am I jinxing you right now? <laughs> you are jinxing me. That's why. Change the subject. Never go ahead. Jamie, Jamie, right. God, what are we doing for lunch, y'all? <laughs> I, I, the thing is, I know these motherfuckers gonna go high on this shit. All right, so wait, this new song with Drake on Twenty One Savage saying he smashed SZA in 08. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, like he the, dated SZA in 08. Didn't he say no, I smashed dated, that in 08? No, he said I dated SZA in 08. Mm. But everyone's saying she was under Asia in 2008. And she oh, went wow. on Twitter clarifying it was 09, actually. <laughs> nah, she was under age, yo. She you said, know? I just don't want, to, don't want to be creepy about it. She goes, everybody around me will tell you it's 09. It's 09. All right, cool. Wow. All, everyone around me, all my people would say it. So. <laughs> there's no pictures of them together at that time. She even explained, she broke it down like, I think he said 08 to rhyme with weight. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it was 09 and shit. She wasn't even popping back then, right? No. no. Yo, no. she's been in the game for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually curious to know her history, but I heard she's been in the game a long time. Yeah. I don't know if she was writing for motherfuckers mm-hmm. or what she was doing. I think she, she was probably writing. That new song she got is fucking bananas, though. Oh, Ty Dollar Sign? Yeah. 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 That's a really good record. That's a great record, man. Are y'all feeling that new uh, Travis Scott franchise? No, it's number one right I now. I like it. Yeah, I, don't I like it. it. I've, I've always it's been. A, right, I've man. always been a huge MIA fan. To so to hear her on something is dope. I like the beat. I think the video caught caught me. You like it, the video? The video made me like the song even more. And then I played it at the fight, and then just to hear it in a loud system, and I was just like, "Damn, man!" Did well, you play just, at the Kamala Harris rally? No, nah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> one of the fighters that, that uh, came out, uh, the Charlo twins, they're both from Houston. Mm-hmm. So I played it for one of them. You, you, wait, you, that's in Connecticut where you've been flying out for yeah. the Showtime fights? Yeah. How was that? Showtime. That How was it? dope. That's good. Yeah. Actually, uh, the last one, it was a, it was a, a co-main event with Jermel and Jamal Charlo, the twins. And they're he both, doesn't know shit. They're, they're twin both, brothers. Uh, oh, they're, they're twin twins. brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the twins? <laughs> but they have, they, <laughs> they have belts in mo- they, they each have belts um like multiple belts in their weight class. How's the airlines and air, are, the, are the planes full or no? Nah, I've been flying. Uh, are I've you going direct to JFK or what? Jersey, Jersey, Newark, Newark. Yeah, I've been flying uh, American. I've I've flown American and Delta, and, and they've it's both been, been light. It's been okay. You yeah. have your you have your road to yourself, or what is it? Yeah, usually. Or I've, is it, I've it, had a, I've had most of the time road to myself, and then one time I had um a, a window and aisle seat. Sat. The guy they're was only the seating aisle. window and aisles. They're not doing yeah. any middle seats, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was a there was one time where I think the flight was getting full. Yeah, and I got an email, and they gave me a flight credit to switch to a less full flight. Oh, they give you the option. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. So I took that's it, dope. and I had I had my own row. So it worked nice. out. See, I'm I don't know. I've been I've been contemplating travel. Yeah. Recently, mm-hmm. I've been doing like yeah, uh, I've been doing like red eyes, and those seem to be empty. Yeah, like um, for the most part, are like five a.m., six a.m. flights. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any like midday flights, so maybe I think maybe those are a little bit busier. Yeah, and I've been flying during the week, so maybe that that helps for it to be less busy. Yeah, you know I've been looking at flights also, and it's actually cheaper flying from instead of flying from Vegas to New York, Vegas to Newark. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Like New Jersey, I heard the cab ride is the same. 
I heard the same thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's a bus that's even the, cheaper. It, you take the bus to 42nd Street. Yeah, yeah. I hate doing yeah. that, though. It's like three I hours. I know, man. And yo, the, I had <laughs> it's a, not three <laughs> hours, man. It is three but hours. But it's a long ride, though, man. It's I had fucking a, three hours, that three shit. Hours, I took an Uber. <laughs> it is, yo. No, it's not, man. I took an Uber when I got there because I, I arrived a little late. And um, my boy couldn't pick me up. And the dude literally had his completely, he had his Uber completely like plasticed up. And he had a tube connected to his air vent that would blow into the back. And then he was cut, like cut off by like plastic. The oh, shit was shit. like crazy. Bro. Like a partition. I sense. was like literally quarantined in the back of this dude's car. I respected him for even doing all that work. Shit. Did you tip him? Oh, yeah, I definitely tipped him. <clears throat> I definitely tipped him. How's them flights been saying? You, you were mentioning that you've been crying on flights. Yeah, that was weird, man. I, I, I really, when I hit you up yeah. on the side, I was like, what the fuck is going on with me, man? Like, I literally was on the plane coming from Newark back here, and I was watching that movie, Rudy. Yeah. I was oh, yeah. crying like a baby for like two and a half well, hours. What's the movie that made you cry? Or was you thinking Rudy, about life? Nah, man. You said Rudy. Rudy. I, no, I think, I think the, it was something. Remember Rudy? Rudy? Yeah, that movie. Yeah, yeah. Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what made him cry. No, but That's, I think it was something. That movie's kind of sad. I think it was either that or something deeper, man. <laughs> I was like, is this movie just touching something inside me? I think it's the ball? movie, man. <laughs> no, no. You know that it's it's like, uh, what do you call it? It's the uh, it's the compression yeah. and the mm-hmm. oxygen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not it's not only you. It's like me. It's like me, uh, a bunch of other DJs yeah. that I know. We all say the same thing that we all cry. Bro, I was on I was flights. Teared up bad. I'd be crying at some. <laughs> I'd be crying at some stupid shit on flights. Really? Yeah, I get emotional <laughs> on, get on flights. Peanuts, I ain't gonna lie. That shit made me when I when I got back. I was like, I need the number to that therapist. Well, how like, old are you right now? Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Well, yeah. you wanted the number to the therapist because yeah. you cried on a plane. But I felt like it was deeper than that. <laughs> Like, well, I was like, maybe this is triggering something in me that well, I did need you to get, get the figured out. Did you sign up or no? No, I didn't reach out to him yet. You didn't reach out. I still, I still am like trying to figure out exactly if that was what I want to do or why I was even crying. It was. Was I've you like balling? Was you balling out or was it just? Yeah, like, yeah for two I was trying hours. to hold it in because I was on a plane, but like I was like tears just dripping down my face, like my eyes were like raw. Were you trying to like cover up and then wipe it off at the same yeah. time, like this? Like you, I'd be like watching the movie like this. <laughs> And I'd be like, I just kept like, <laughs> Jesus, what a technique! Because I, I don't, I don't want the dude next to me, right? That's what I'm saying. To see me crying, uh-huh. so I'd be like this, like leaning down. I'd be like, <laughs> I had a hoodie on, so I was just using the hood well, to like wipe my tears from the sides. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what I'll do? <laughs> or oh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll like cough, uh-huh. and I'll cough, like, oh. And I'll just wipe my eyes to be like I coughed and Yo, I that, teared up from no, coughing. The Bro. yawning is the, the the one that I go with. The yeah, yawning. The yawning. Yeah. I got like a soft spot in movies for dudes that go through all this shit like that. Yeah. Like this motherfucker was I'm about to say, I think it was bro. the movie Rudy, man. Because that is a sad movie. It's any movie. No, a lot of motherfuckers, a lot of DJs have told me they get emotional on planes and they mm-hmm. cry during movies that they would never cry to. Yeah. Wow. But it's a, I will admit this. It's a lot of DJs who are over the age 35. Really? Yeah. So you're over 35, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're losing, you're losing testosterone. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? You're Pussy. actually. Well, I never experienced no you're shit. You're slowly like that, bro. becoming bitch made. Nah, bro. Yeah. Pussies. Yeah. I, need to go, I need to go build a house you're or slowly, something. No, no. <laughs> ne- never, never, never cry. You still have all this testosterone. I need to go cut grass. You got to do what never does. Never take uh, testosterone shots. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the, it's in the fridge in his house. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Man. asshole. I put a water bottle in there. I was like, what is never that? Never takes testosterone shots. No, I got. So the green ones. I got homies uh, in New York uh-huh. that actually take testosterone shots. Wow. Because they were getting like, and big, these are like big security motherfuckers that yeah. I know in New York. Uh-huh. My boy, shout out to Javier from Urban Beard. I'm putting, I'm, bl- I'm putting you on blast. He's like, God damn it, <laughs> Javier from Urban uh, Urban Beard, New York. You uh-huh. know our sponsor for Twitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker is like 
350 pounds, huge ass, muscular uh, Dominican security dude. Uh-huh. And he told me he was like crying during commercials. Wow. And his girl was like, yo, you a bitch. Jesus. So oh then he's God. he's taking like testosterone shots every month. Well, Thirty eight no, cents will feed yeah. the dog. I'm telling you that shit had me. I was teared up, man. I was like, yo, I, I, what the fuck is wrong? You're losing, with you right you're now? losing testosterone. Some, yeah. But yeah, I was like, but a part of me is still wanting to go to therapy anyway, and just kind of yeah. like have someone to speak to and maybe get some things off my chest. Yeah. And then when I when I started crying like that, I was like, it, it felt like it was more than the movie. I felt like the movie just triggered something. So I was like, okay, maybe I really Maybe you should. triggered your football career when you was playing. He never played football. Basketball. Play, basketball. You didn't play football. Oh, okay. Maybe basketball, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you played high school football. No, no. I, I relate a lot ne- to, Never's to a horrible, sports movies in Never's general. Never's a horrible therapist. <laughs> 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 you remember I, I would have got, got fired right there. You know what? I'm done with you. I don't need you. I'm fucking out. <laughs> Never would have woken up and been like, maybe maybe it's a connection with your football experience. Oh, I mean basketball. I would have been eating a sandwich during the, the therapy session. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, man. But I just wanted to share that because I mean, who knows? Who, that's not. Who, that's who, not. It's it, a lot of motherfuckers do it, but it has to do with like the the compression, yeah, the uh, cabin pressure, and the uh, the oxygen or some shit like that. Like I, I like literally could not control it. Was yeah. the um, guy sitting next to you looking at you? Or I was in the, in the I was in the aisle and the dude was in the window and he was kind of asleep the whole time. But I was just, I was nervous. I was he, nervous saw, to, he saw you, man. Saw you. I was nervous to wake him up. I was just like, to hide he, he was just, his eyes were closed, but he was like, bitch ass. This pussy ass nigga. Bitch this ass. motherfucker watching Rudy. Puss, puss. <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> Fucking Rudy. Shit happens, man. Therapy's good, though, man. Yeah. My therapy's been good. It, it, it's like, yeah, I remember really, when you were talking about it. Like, yeah, I mean, every time I'm with her, uh, I've been talking with her, you know, it's just connecting the dots. It's yeah. really kind of crazy. You just start seeing patterns and, and they, they see the patterns because, you know, it's about being self-aware, right? Uh-huh. So I'm aware of, of certain, you know, certain things, right? Uh-huh. Weaknesses, you know, you know flaws. Bad I'm aware habits. of all of them shits, bad habits. But they just really connect the dots and they, they like, oh, you know, have you noticed this, 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 this all connects to this? And I'm like, oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. Like, uh, I came to a realization uh, recently, realization. Uh, I came to a real to realization. Oh, get it, get it right here. I came to a realization recently. Come on, Jaden. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you got it. I came to Jaden, Brayden, Brayden, Jaden. I came to a realization recently where uh, she was talking to me, and I, it was like, um, I was like, yo, I really like working in a team environment. You know, like I, I don't want to, I don't want to be a superstar. I'm not really concerned with money. You know, my career isn't 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 motivated by money. I'm not trying to be like a superstar DJ and like I was just kind of like when I look at like these Jazzy Jeffs and like you know like these huge DJs I'm like I don't want my DJ to career to be like that right and I'm like you know I'd rather work in a team with my friends and all of this shit and long story short she was just kind of breaking down some shit she was like you know like you realize you know you're ready for a family and I was like oh shit you're right wow so yeah. like it came to so like it kind of and I was like so I've been feeling like this for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. She's like you've been feeling for, like this for fifteen years. Damn. And she and I was like, wow, was I suppressing this? You know, because it's like we all grew up. I grew up in a single parent home, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the, exactly the most stable environment, but my my mom was amazing. You know, she worked three jobs to take care of me. 
But when I look when I look at the Institute of Marriage, right? It doesn't seem like a stable thing, right? Uh-huh. Having kids didn't seem like a stable thing because it's like when you're raised by a single parent, it's like you're in survival mode. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in New York, right? Yeah. It's a tough city. I even think back to my mom when she was raising me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how the fuck did she do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was telling me stories of like going to work in New York during the winter and not being able to afford uh, boots when it snowed. Yeah. She'd be in high heels in the snow like like feet like just her feet stockings and high heels going through slush ice snow to go to work in the winter she couldn't yeah. afford boots damn she could have pneumonia it's, it, it's crazy like what she went through back then you know what I'm saying yeah yeah. but like yo it was survival mode and I really honestly think my mom to this day is it still in survival mode it's hard to shut off yeah. mm-hmm. because her relationship with me has always been survival mode but anyway, so when you grow up, when my when I started growing up, I'm like, yo, my main focus is I'm never going to be broke again. Yeah. I'm never going to be broke. Mm-hmm. But you don't realize that, you know, it just always becomes about work, getting a job, your career, motivation. I'm never going to be broke. I'm never going to be broke. And then when you get to a point where you're like, holy shit, like, uh, I'm doing okay. Like, I'm, I'm making money off of something that DJing that no one thought I could make money off of. Mm-hmm. You know, I... I started a clothing store and a clothing brand, but I always want to work in a team, right? Even when we had new, I was always pushing like team, family. Mm-hmm. We're all in this together. We work together. I was pushing all of that. So inside of me, and then when I closed the store, I immediately started a podcast with my best friends, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started. I was a stranger, but you're yeah. a stranger, but like, I chuck, <laughs> thanks, man. But it's one of those things where in, in new, there were certain cases in new where I felt kind of betrayed. Yes. Or I felt like I was taken advantage of. Uh-huh. Or and I didn't trust outs- the outside world. Yeah. So immediately when I was like closing the store, the lease was up. I was like, I don't want to continue this way. And even to this day, I don't trust. I don't continue new because I don't trust hiring people. Right. Mm-hmm. And from that day on, I said I'm only going to work with people who I know are not going to betray me or or leave me abandon me right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what did i do i started a podcast with my friends you understand yeah so it's like i still wanted this i no matter everywhere i went i still was i was like isolating myself and protecting myself and surrounding myself with my closest family yes Mm -hmm. and i was mixing my business with my personal needs Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah yes So instead of just treating business as work, I was really putting my personal needs of wanting a family, wanting to have kids, wanting a wife and all of this. And I was implementing that in my friends and putting my friends in business together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, long story short, just I basically to- came to the realization that, yeah, like, and I've never said this in my life, but I'm, I'm ready for like a wife and kids. And it's like, when, when, when I kind of realized that, I kind of realized, oh shit, now I know what I want to work for. Right. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Ooh, it's kind of like spicy. now you realize what the motivation like is the moving purpose. forward. Like, yeah, yeah, that's the mm-hmm. purpose, you know? Yeah. Because Damn, I, I didn't really find that. But it was like connecting the dots. She's like, don't you find it, you know, after you closed the store, you went into isolation and you started a podcast with your friends. Right. And she's like, now moving forward, you only want to work with friends. She's like, you're even in a city where you hardly go out. And you're isolating yourself from meeting new people. Mm-hmm. 
She's like, you know you want to go to this city and this city and this city, but you're not going because you want to isolate yourself because you're afraid to meet new people because you're scarred from, you know, you know, from like from new and being betrayed or being abandoned or whatever. Right. So you're like you're kind of protecting yourself around your friends, but you're not growing. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to like you're not going to fulfill any of your personal needs either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was it was deep. Yeah, man, that's a great. Oh, that's really deep. But that's yeah. what that's what therapy is. It's kind of like it's not like it's not like I mean there's people who really have larger problems than me, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But it just kind of connects the dots and you'll start seeing things and you'll be like, "Oh, that's why I do that. That's why I do this." And you start implementing changes little by little. And this doesn't mean like obviously I'm not going to marry the first you know, yeah. the first chick <laughs> I meet and have a kid, okay. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is a 10-year, 8-year process, maybe, even, you know, yeah. for me to get married and have kids. It's not that long, though. I don't think yeah, it's... I know, but, it, doubling but, time but I'm saying it could be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But all I'm saying is that at least you know there's, a, there's an actual goal in place, and, right. you're, and you're starting to understand yourself a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And kind of like... And, and that's, that's pretty much what it... That, that's, that's how it helped me a lot. Yeah. So it's like I've been figuring shit out for myself. Yeah. And I think that's what I want to get i want to get to that point where i can start connecting dots and understanding what kind of a purpose i might have or why i'm doing why i have certain habits or yeah, why yeah. i have certain traits about myself or mm-hmm. why i'm such a bad communicator at times or you know like just different things that i know about myself but i don't understand where it stems so i just want to get to the bottom of it mm-hmm. and i think yeah like man that's probably the move i need to make too yeah yeah. And I, and and actually, I was talking to my therapist, and she said, like, you know, she's like, you're very aware, and she's like, you're actually moving really fast, uh-huh. because she's like, you're really, you know, you're really kind of, oh, yeah, you're like putting things together, and uh-huh. you're implementing changes. Yeah, she's like, you're really moving fast, but there's still this one roadblock that we're hitting, mm-hmm. that we're trying to figure out, and it's kind of ill because you start realizing your psyche are like layers of onions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your mind kind of suppresses things that, like things that are painful to you. Uh-huh. Your mind is smart, so it actually suppresses it and hides it. Mm-hmm. It pushes yeah. it back. It pushes it back, so you can't keep thinking of it and remembering it. Yeah. Remember we talked with uh, Michael Mietta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Remember he was <laughs> yeah. saying that he his therapist was telling him how she didn't understand why he had such a a toxic relationship with women and why he was in these relationships with certain women and he, why he was attracted to certain women. Right. And after peeling layers and layers after years of that shit, they realized they were, he was abused. Right. Mm-hmm. And he, his mind suppressed that shit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think there's something in my head that's being suppressed. Mm-hmm. But like, we're still like, uh, uh, like to figure it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Like, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, Are you talking to your therapist once a week? I am talking once a week, but you can schedule it anytime you want. You could do it like every other week. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. And you pay a month or for every session. It's a it's a month for four sessions, mm-hmm. um, and the four sessions you can split it up any way you want. Mm-hmm. You know, so and it's like I think I'm paying like one sixty, so it's like forty dollars a session. Yeah. yeah. But if I can't make like if I can't make this session this week, I can push it to next week. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just one of those things where yeah, it's really and you can write in a journal, mm-hmm. and and the and the therapist can read the journal. You can ask the therapist questions like throughout the week, yeah. and they'll answer it. So it's like it's really it's really um 
accessible and easy. Yeah. And it's see, it's really low pressure, honestly. Yeah. If, but if you're ready to do it, it's 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 worth the try. It's great. No, I think that's... The the site that I go to is BetterHelp.com. Yeah. And it's 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 really good. Yeah, I think I'm in, I'm in a space where I just want to at least give it a try. Yeah. You know, for my yeah. birthday, you gave me a session. I haven't used it yet, but <laughs> you gave me two actually, months. Actually, I'm gonna use it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. What I said it before. Yeah. At first, I wasn't too keen about it. I was yeah. like, yeah, I don't need no fucking session, but. It's, it's whenever you're ready and you, you feel comfortable with exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. But you know, it's the funny thing. I didn't know this. My mom listens to the podcast. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to moms. <laughs> shout out to mom. I love Very you. Little. I love you, mom. We all love you, mom. My mom listens to this. And, yeah. and it's crazy because she hates when I curse and she hates all of this shit. So I think my sister put her on. And I was kind of like, when my sister put her on, I was like, fuck. Because <laughs> your, your parents listen. Your, oh, my yeah. mom, yeah, my, my mom's mom does. an avid listener. Yeah. yeah does your family listen? My family no? don't. They don't listen to this. They they <laughs> like the Twitch better. They like the Twitch better. <laughs> the, the, the battles. Remember the Twitch people? They like the verses. Yeah, your parents watch the. They, they, they like the battles? No, my uh, my sister and my niece, they watch the battles. They like that shit? Oh, yeah, that's they good. Do. My mom yeah. watches the YouTube videos. Yeah, because my yeah. mom listens. And I thought she was like, she called me. She, she usually calls me and she'll be like, you know, I was listening to your podcast, right? She'll say that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck. She's going to say, you curse too much. You're saying this, dad. You're saying all of this shit. And she's like, oh, it's so fun to hear all you guys have fun and you're laughing. And I just listen. And I clean the house. And I listen. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I've been kind of scared to talk on the, on the podcast and say the vile ass shit that we usually say. <laughs> Yeah, but I, but if she hasn't complained yet, then I'm like, fuck it. Yeah, we'll just keep it going. Shout to moms. Yeah. No, but it's whenever. But the funny thing is that she was talking to my sister. Mm-hmm. And I remember I introduced my mom like years ago. I told my mom, if you want to do therapy, let me know. And my mom flipped out on me. No way. She's like, I don't need therapy. You need therapy. You're the crazy one. You know, da, 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 da. And then recently she talked to my sister. She's like, you know, Richie said he did therapy. So maybe I do therapy too, you know. But I think there's something comforting. Yeah, when, because when you, you hear other people doing therapy and shit, yeah, you don't yeah, feel alone. That's cool. Yeah, it, it, it will. It kind of normalizes it a little bit, mm-hmm. but then when you hear their experience with the therapy, you kind of realize it's not. It's not this well, frightening yeah. thing that's like you know making you hate your mother or your family. It's really just kind of, and it's just kind of connecting no, the is. dots in your life. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially at our age when we're approaching when we're like we're approaching our forties and all of this stuff. It's 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 very soothing to just understand like where what am I going to do for the next half of my life? Yeah, you know, no, I think you're right. I think there's something mm-hmm. comforting about not feeling alone and maybe trying something out of your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. Remember when I was in school, I used to hate like I don't need no fucking tutor. Like I don't need no. T- I'm smart. Like I don't need a tutor. Right. It's like a, a it's like a weakness to need a tutor. Like I can't figure it out on my own. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like the same thing. Like people just like I can figure it out on my own. I don't need help figuring out my life. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but like you don't know. How, what you're missing or you don't know how to connect those dots without someone triggering those things yeah so that, and, yeah. And this is the thing that i gotten from therapy it, and, and it's a very important thing that everyone needs to understand it's a basic human necessity to want to share your life with other humans mm-hmm. it's a basic human necessity mm-hmm. to be with other humans you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's who we are so like everything that's going on in the world right now People forget that. Yeah. That we all need each other. You know what I'm saying? Like we all need each other. We are right. the world. And we all need yeah. to th- and we no. and we're not alone and we need to talk to each other. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Even yeah. when we have these podcasts, yo, it's it's really it's a therapeutic, it's a way of us just like kind of catching up 
and talking to each other, whether it's about DJing or whatever the fuck or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we all do need each other and we all need help. So mm-hmm. it's one mm-hmm. of, it's, you know, pride is, no one talks about pride. Ego. But pride is really the ugliest thing, especially with men. Mm-hmm. In my history of life, the most problems I've ever seen and the most confrontations I've ever seen has all been with dumb pride yeah. and ego. And it's one of the things that men, especially us, we have to be aware of. Because it gets in the way of, of success. It gets in the way of happiness. It gets in the way of a lot of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all have to just kind of, we all got to realize that we need each other. Yeah. Because a lot of dudes is like, yo, I don't need nobody. You know, like I do this on my own. It's like I do, I can make it on my own. It's like, yo, everybody needs somebody, bro. For real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow, that was deep. I know. Good, good. <laughs> no more therapy talk. My bad, yo. I don't even know if it's healthy for me to be sharing my therapy sessions. No, it's good. Oh, not, not everything. <laughs> just so shit keep to yourself. What you did right now is perfect. I also told stuff, I told man. about this thing that I do in the shower. Okay, no, okay. I'm <laughs> We'll stop it right there. Yeah, I'll stop it over there. Hey, yo, um, we got to give a shout to Beat Source, uh, DJ City, the DJ City fam. Yes. If mm-hmm. you guys don't know about Beat Source, we're going to be talking a little bit more about them. They just launched, I think they're launching Beat Source Link, uh-huh. which is basically a streaming platform for DJs that works with Serato and it works with Rekordbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about it and we're going to get some more information. We got uh, member Styles from DJ City showed us yes. a tutorial. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. it was it was honestly it was, good, man. It was amazing. Yeah. I thought it was amazing and yeah. I think it's the future. It's going to change the so, industry. Yeah. It's going to change the oh, industry. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's one of those things where we're going to find out more information and we're going to we're going to uh what do you call it like just yeah, showcase it for you guys a little bit more so you guys can maybe fuck with it if y'all choose. Yeah. Mhm. Um, and then also, uh, you want to take us out? Yeah. Jamie? If you want to watch this video alongside all our brand new videos that we drop on Friday, please subscribe to youtube.com slash roadpodcast. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the notification bell to be the first to get the video on Friday. And also, uh, check us out on twitch.tv slash roadpodcast. Every Sunday, we do our battles over there at 8 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, this past one was pretty good. That was really good, actually. It was, it was fun. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Aaliyah versus Selena. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the the week before that, we had uh, 80s, 80s, new, 80s wave. new Wave. 80s New Wave versus 2000s Indie Rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think what we're going to do this weekend, we're going to do something. We're going to do something with boy bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a boy band. It's going to be good. Yep. I'm excited yeah. for this. Black versus white. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then also, <laughs> what is it? Every Friday, right, Nev? What's Nev, that? every Friday. Oh, you, don't, you don't got to promote my shit. Twitch.tv slash DJ Never BX, 1 p.m. The link will be down below for you to subscribe to Never Switch. But James, my producer, he putting the word out. Thank you, man. I'm getting 10% of you. You're in trouble. You're in trouble if he's your producer. Fuck you. Everybody needs somebody, right? Remember, Chris? That's right, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. All right. You don't need you don't need you don't need everybody. <laughs> and on that note, we out of here. All right, peace. All right, guys. Peace. peace. peace.